Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Well, I know that there's a whole bunch of guys in there that are motivated, and we don't have everybody yet, but um, I just think we're very talented. I think these guys are motivated. They've had two years of, of tasting it, and now they want to they take a chunk out of it and swallow it, you know, and eat it. Oh my goodness! Pause, pause, pause! Holy cow! What the hell, man? <laughs> Swallow it, bite Eat it. it, relax. I mean, listen, I'm excited for Phil's baseball too, but man, <laughs> Topper coming in strong, laying down the hammer on day one of Dove Spring training. Welcome on in. It's the afternoon show. Jack Fritz alongside Ike Reese on this Thursday afternoon. What's happening, Ike? Fritzy, I'll hit your boy. Even when I heard that last night, I was like, hold on, man. I know. Man. Well, I, there was no more, there was no quote more suited for this show than than Rob Thompson saying that yesterday. Yeah. My goodness. I know. He went all in. And, well, he had to add to swallow it. I mean, that's what I'm that saying. Was... He went all in. I'm sitting at home like, man. You set it, hey, set the tone early. Set, you, got, you got a taste of the apple. Now we want to swallow that apple. All right, whatever, Rob, man. Rob Thompson. <laughs> so it is Phil season. You know, obviously, yes. you know, we've, we've dissected the Super Bowl. Pitchers and catchers have reported, and it's an exciting time. And I can't wait for Phillies baseball. Uh, I think everyone listening is not exactly surprised by that big take, but um, I can't wait for the season to get started. But, 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 but we're getting a little ahead of ourselves when it comes to putting World Series expectations on this baseball team. I'm not there. I don't think it's fair to put World Series expectations on this Phillies team, Mike. Yeah, why not? Here's why. Yeah. They didn't get better at anything. Like, they, they, <laughs> I, like They're going to be good. They're going to make the playoffs. I, I, I hope they can go on one of those magical Red October runs again and, and the park and the city's on fire. It's my favorite thing that I've ever done since, since working at WIP is these last Phillies runs, and they're the greatest things on earth. But they didn't get better at anything. And, like, listen, I, I, I appreciate, oh, the World Baseball Classic threw us off and, and Bryce will get a full year of Bryce and Ranger and, and whatever. There's still a lot of ifs about this team. Like, yeah, sure, those guys could be back. But what am I getting out of the rest of the guys that have been here? And, like, if, if I'm going to bank on just all the guys getting better from a year ago – I think that's a a big ask. And when you don't go out and you don't get better at, at certain spots, you don't go and add a big guy. You brought back Nola. That's fine. I feel like there's a lot of 
good spots. Like I think they have top five at almost all the big three cat big three categories: bullpen, rotation, mm-hmm. and lineup. But it's a lot of good, not exceptional. Like I don't see one exceptional thing about this baseball team. I see a good baseball team, uh, possibly very good baseball team. But I can't go. This team should be in the World Series, and they should win the World Series. I'm not there, Ike. Well, it's not a lock. I mean, that's obvious. I don't think any team is is at that point, and you can't say that about baseball anyway. You look at the last two teams, last two years, uh, the teams with the best records have not, especially from the National League, even represented in the World Series, let alone win the World Series. So that isn't the case. It isn't just on paper, but if I'm looking at a team that is coming off for two straight years of late season runs and probably more postseason success than anybody else in the National League, you know, over the last two years, could very easily have been in the World Series two straight years, should have been in the World Series two straight years. Not to say they would have beaten um, Houston the first year. Who the hell The Rangers. The Rangers this this past year. So it's not to say that they would have definitely beaten those guys, but they should have been in the World Series based on the way that they were playing late in the year. And that's why – Coming into this season, I'm not I'm not overly concerned at the lack of, I don't know, signings, trades, movement, all of that for this baseball team because you know what? They're bringing the majority of these guys back. Who did we lose that somehow made us a worse baseball team than we were last year? And I love Reese Hoskins, but he didn't play last year. And you could make the argument the additions they got defensively have, have made them out better. Yeah, so I, I, I look at this team and I say, why would I lower the bar? We're going to get a full year, hopefully, knock on wood, of, of, the, of these guys. Hopefully with no major injuries. You know something's going to happen. But as long as there isn't any major injuries where someone's out 60 to 90 days, this team should win 90 to 95 games. They should win 90 to 95 games. And I'm not concerned about leaning from wire to wire. That's the last thing we should be concerned about. The, 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 the Braves ran away with it the last Dodgers year. The, the Mets the year before ran away with the division. Wire to wire. Neither one of them won a baseball series in the postseason in those years. So as long as we're playing our best baseball late in the season, I feel like this team is one of the few that's battle-tested, that's mentally tough, and we'll go into the playoffs with the feeling of it's our time. It's our time. To flip the switch. Yeah, and I think they do have that. Not that they're going to wait till late in the year to start playing good, but I think there's something to the two runs that they went on where they can say to themselves, nobody wants to see us if we get in the playoffs. We've been in these all these circumstances. So I look at this team and I say, why not us? Why not us? The why not us, Phillies? Yeah, I mean, why not? Why, why, why not this team? And this isn't this isn't some team that, like the first year when they had to fight to get in the playoffs, and we and we is like we didn't know. I, I just look at what they've done the last two years: the clutch hitting, uh, the late game heroics. Even though we came up short in six and seven in the NLCS, I still look at this team and I say we have at least the track record in the DNA that gives me the confidence that we get in. I'm not afraid to play anybody. Yeah, the the only thing once we get in, and I agree with you. But the one thing that does worry me about that a little bit is we did see them lose six and seven at home. So mm-hmm. does that take some of the luster away from Citizens Bank Park? Does that make it not as intimidating for some of these teams that have to come in here and face us? I, 
that a challenge to the fans? Well, listen, well, the, saying, the fans are ready for Game Seven. That's I think what they I'm the, saying. I, I think they had their, their feet kicked up in Game Six, and Game Seven turned tight. Oh, oh so you, you you don't think we came with the same? Game Six was like heading. We we game, thought it was a. It was a, it was, they were going to win. It was a wrap. I did feel that way that I Monday. felt that yeah, way, too. That way. It was yeah. a little bit of a celebratory day that day. They hadn't lost. They hadn't <laughs> lost in the postseason there. Yes. And what worries me is that a team's like, well, I saw the Diamondbacks come in here and, and, and take six and seven. Why can't we do that? I worry a little bit about the magic of CBP being gone. Well, you know what? And, and here's what I'll say to that. And you know I love Bryce. We we this is the show that loves Bryce. Hope he's probably listening right now. Yeah, I doubt it, but this is the show that loves Bryce. Um, that's on him. Like if I if, if I can't put it on Topper, then I got to put it on the players. And if I'm gonna put anything on a player, then I'm going to our best player. Then he needs to have us ready to go from a mental standpoint. The same way when when um, the revenge home run and everything off Garcia. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah, Arcia, yeah, the yeah. stare down. Yeah, like I think he had the, the he had the clubhouse ready to go. They were locked in on that. Okay, I don't know. You may be right about maybe we we were not only the fans, maybe the players were a little overconfident. I think a little bit coming back into that. So yeah, we can't relax now. No. Yeah, you can't do that. You gotta swallow it this year. <laughs> I'm not. No, we're not doing this all two, year. Two, <laughs> two one five five. Hey, it's a good drop. <laughs> Oh my God! The drop, oh, board, the drop lives. board is back. Oh, it lives. <laughs> well timed. Oh, I'm so, I can shed a tear. I can shed a tear. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four is how you get in. Mm. Is it fair to put World Series yeah. expectations on the Phillies? Just take a deep breath. Go enjoy the baseball team. No, hell enjoy no. the baseball team. Enjoy the season. Mm-hmm. Let it play out. We don't need it. We don't need bloodthirst from day one. Let the let this let the <laughs> thing play out a little bit. It, well, it is a long season. It is a long season. I mean, they did start one and five last year. Maybe, hey, maybe we can compete for the division. Can we compete for the division this year? I think that keeps everybody in. Can we have a, a September rundown of the of the Braves? Of the Braves, yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, that might actually keep the Braves more fresh heading into the playoffs. That, that is true. Which might be a problem. <laughs> Here's my big questions. Um, you know, there's, I think, I feel pretty good about a lot of the players, you know, having, you know, good bounce back years. A couple of my question mark spots. JT was not great during the regular season last year. Actually turned out to be probably their, their second or third best player in the postseason, was pretty good. He's entering to another year as he gets it, it, closer to, to mid-30s mm-hmm. as a catcher. Does he start to slow down? Do we get one of these like, okay, he's got one year left on his deal after this year, the real fall-off-the-cliff catcher year from JT? I don't think it'll be that bad. But I, the, the JT thing, I think, is definitely something to monitor this year. What are we getting from our catcher? Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. What do you say? He's thirty. Uh, I think he's. I think he's thirty-two now. Thirty-two. Thirty-one. Thirty-two. May not play as many games. You know, I thought last year. Thirty-two. He, you know, he pushed the envelope with the games a little bit last year, wanting to be out there and be available. Mm-hmm. One hundred thirty-five. I guess. I, I, I've just looked at his total amount of games. Um, it's a lot of games. Yeah, but 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 where do you want him at? One twenty five. I mean, one twenty. How many games you want to see Stubbs out there? Uh, once a week. <laughs> no, it's, it's not really that I don't want him out there less. He's going to be out there as much as he wants to be out mm-hmm. there. You want him at first base? Some? No, no, we we got Bryce over there. Okay, but like last year is is his average dipped down to two fifty two from two seventy six. His OPS mm-hmm. went down about sixty points. You know, it's just. At some point, it's going to catch up to him the amount of games played. Is that this season? Let me tell you, this is what I always realize with, 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 the, with these guys, man. 
when Bryce is not in the lineup, they all tend to squeeze the bat a little more. They all feel like they have to do a little more, right? And, and they put that pressure on themselves. And he's one of the guys because he's a catcher. He plays that position, and everyone has always felt that, hold on, how do you pay a catcher that amount of money? Million. Yeah. So he wants to show that he's worth that, and I think he gets a little outside of himself at times, just like Trey Turner did last year. Yep. That pressure kept mounting on him and kept mounting on him. So and the only one who tends to handle it well to me is Schwarber. He doesn't. He's, he's, yeah, he's up there free swinging. It's like, it's like hey, you know why I'm here. Like, <laughs> yes. Basically, that's what Kyle Schwarber walks into every baseball yes. game like. Well, and he doesn't worry about his batting average. He does not at all. He, he does not worry about that. He knows he's up there to hit home runs. And walk. And, and, and walk, okay. <laughs> but if, I think if Bryce is there, if Bryce is in the lineup, if Bryce is in the lineup, I think the rest of these guys relax. And you get a better season out of them. 215-592-9494. Is it fair to put World Series expectations of is. on this Phillies baseball team? Deep breaths. Deep breaths. The fourth highest payroll in baseball. Deep breaths. Chris is in Middletown. What's happening, Chris? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's up, Chris? Ike. Ike, I got to talk to you, Ike. What's up, brother? I need, I need a baseball expert's opinion because okay. that fraud that's sitting next to you, <laughs> yeah. yeah he, he, He's no longer Mr. Fritz. He's back to ball boy again. All right? Okay. Ball boy, who also wants to call up the fan base and say, oh, hey, we don't have, you know, home field advantages and isn't that big of a deal. Yeah, I, I don't remember you saying that when you were asking for us to all stand in the plot, Trey Turner. Uh-huh. When did I say uh-huh. When did I say that home field advantage wasn't that big of a deal? It was a question, you know. Like, <laughs> oh, it yeah. wasn't a statement. He was saying, is it? Is you know, it? it just worries me. Yeah. We did lose six and seven at home against an 84-win baseball team. Yeah, those knees get weak there, Jack. You feel that, Ike? You get a yeah. little nervous. Yeah. Hold on. Are you, are, are you blaming the fans for the loss in game six and seven? Yeah. I, I, I think game six was feet up. In game seven, I thought they were ready to go. I thought the juice was there. I was there, you know. <laughs> I was, I, yeah. but, but listen, I <laughs> they did lose those two games. It happened. Yeah, it, it did happen, but we also have the best home field advantage out of any other team. I look agree. at the numbers. You know, hey, if you want to look at analytics, talk to your boy Howard. He'll tell you all about it. So, <laughs> here's the other thing. <laughs> Bobo, I love how you made your argument to defend me with my point. You said, yeah, I get we're top five in every freaking category. Like, come on, man. We're top five in every category. I know. What are, but what are, what are, what are they the best at? Uh, it, we're extremely good at at home runs. We're extremely good at walking. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why we have the greatest leadoff hitter in Major League Baseball, and Kyle Schwarber. Correct. Uh, you know, and dude, this team's gonna roll. Listen, Trey cannot be as bad as he was at the start of the season. You got Harper back, who's healthy, and we had a top five rotation. And guess what? We still have that rotation together again, and mm-hmm. he's not done. Um, I think somebody might have brought this up on uh, on Twitter and mentioned, hey, listen, guys, there's three guys out there. He's probably going to sign one of these guys. I don't know. There's a, there's a ball boy out there that was predicting I did that. tweet that this so, morning. Uh, yeah, see, so I, I really think, uh, you know, we're going to roll, guys. We're going back to World Series, and I'm calling you, we're winning it. There is something to be said, mm-hmm. and, you know, Ike knows this because Ike's a baseball guy. Yep. Yep. When teams keep having success in the postseason and beast, and it's cut short, and it should have been their time that first year, okay, they all were like, hey, we ran to Boston Houston. They all know 
they should have beat those, those uh, little diamond ring snakes last year. Yep. And it, it, revenge is nothing. That's all that is on their mind. So I have predictions for you guys, three of them. Mark them down. Calm good as gold. Ike, you might want to put a little some, something on there. All right, what you got? Um, and Bobo, I don't want you betting on it because you'll jinx it. Um, Thank you. They're winning, they're winning 100 games. They will win the, uh, the division, and we will be World Series champions. Go Phillies! There he goes. Chris and Middletown. 100 wins, huh? Yep. I think I found the uh, – I don't know if I see that. 100 ba- wins is a lot. Bam and Upper Darby said – I think it was on the, on the middays. He said 120 wins. 120 oh, wins. No okay. one's – and Joe said no one's topping that. I don't think, I don't think he's wrong. Wins. That's a bulk. That's a bulk. Now, that's a bulk and, and he mentioned the Dodgers, and I thought he was talking about the Dodgers, but no, he meant the Phillies. All right. Listen, Look at that. Bam yeah. and Upper Darby, bold as always. <laughs> I think we, do, we did find the motto for the Phillies of those this year. What you got? The Swallows. <laughs> Would you stop? Man? Swallow it. No. <laughs> the story of the 2024 no, no. Philadelphia Phillies. Now, I could go from I could go from hey, it's unfair to put World Series expectations. Yeah. To you get off of that stance. To it's fair to put World Series expectations yeah. on them if they go out and make a move. If they go if they make a move and change the dynamics of the team. If you go get Jordan Montgomery, mm-hmm. I think you become no doubt about the best rotation on baseball. So do you believe that – I mean, there are reports out there that, that David, uh, Dave Dombrowski is, is waiting in the weeds yeah. to, to, to pounce on one of these guys late when the prices do go down and yes. guys get desperate and want to come in. So – and if you believe that's going to happen, again, and it's, it's early, I want to – I hell yeah, I do want to get excited. I do want to get overly excited. Should. And, and because, quite frankly, I got some people – we don't know what they want to do with the football team. I'm already been told we're going to win in 2025 instead of next year, so we're punting on that season. Well, Embiid is already injured and more than likely not coming back, so I, I have no chance of winning the NBA title this well, year. Might disagree with that. Are the Fly Guys going to make a run for the Cup? Sure. They, yeah, I don't really think so. I don't know. They so, changed their captain, Sean Couturier. I know. Yeah, I'm just saying. Fans. Yeah, so the Phillies may be our best hope right now. I think that now the Eagles, we still got an offseason to get through. Sure. To add some players. But the Phillies, from a talent standpoint, I don't think you can argue that they are the most talented team in the city. Uh, Top to bottom. I think so. I think it goes Phillies, Eagles, Sixers, Eagles. Yeah. Oh, you're going Sixers, Eagles. I think, I think Embiid sways it that much. There's No. He doesn't sway it because he's not available as often. And I love the guy. You got to be available. I think the Eagles do have, especially on offense, if you go – I might want to go through. We don't need to, need to, to go through everybody. I just, I, just, I, just, I just feel like I, I would put the Eagles behind the Phillies right. as the most talented but team. But the thing is, is that I, I think with all three teams, I think with mm-hmm. all three teams, I think they have good, not great. I, I, think, I think the Phillies, you could say Dodgers, Braves, probably better on paper. Sure, it's, it's sure. Yeah, I can, go, I can go with that. Uh, Sixers, it's, it's Bucks, Celtics. Yeah. And honestly, if, if, if I knew I was getting a 100% healthy Embiid, for the playoffs, I, I, I'm going to feel differently about the Sixers. Right. And, and the Eagles, I mean, we just had the Niners and Lions in the, and as a championship game. I think you probably have to put them ahead of them at this point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we got some work to do this offseason. So, like, if the Phillies go out and you get a Jordan Montgomery, if they make a trade for a closer and lock down that spot and really make it. Okay. Because it goes from what, where, I, where I, what I feel about the Phillies is that they've got a bunch of really good spots. I think their rotation's really good. I do think it's top five. 
but it's not no doubt about it, the it's best. It's not dominant, yeah. The lineup is good. Is it no doubt? About, like I don't. The, the lineup's a lineup. You're not, you're not. You're not changing the lineup at yeah, this point. Yeah, it's not much. Yeah, it's not much changing in that lineup. The bullpen, really, really good. Really good. Mm-hmm. If you go get a Emmanuel Classe or one of these like closers out there, it goes from really good to the best. I feel like it's a lot of really good, but maybe not the best. And sure, if you go through a season, this these things all come together. It ends up maybe being the best. But I think that there's a chance to go out and lock down. You have this is the best in baseball because that's what it's at. It's an arms race. Like it's an arms race, and it felt yeah. like they sat out of it this year. Yeah, but but they're being smart, man. And and listen, there's no need to start questioning Dombrowski now. No, he's, he's done he's done an awesome job. Um, and so if if there is scuttlebutt out there that he's waiting to make one of these moves, then I I trust in that. I trust that he has a plan there that he feels like he can solidify uh, either another spot in that rotation or, like you said, going out and getting your absolute closer uh, for the back of your bullpen. Uh-huh. I feel they believe that. But they have to keep their cards close to their vest. So you'll you'll come into spring training saying, yeah, we like what we see in our young guys, whether it's Rojas or um, Kirkering. Like, either one. Like, it's okay. Yeah, we like, we, we like them. We're going to give them an opportunity. But it doesn't mean if there's a chance – to improve those positions that we aren't going to do that. Yeah, and and very coy Rob Thompson yesterday would talk about Johan Rojas, and he said, there are free agent bats out there. I don't know. Yeah. And, by the way, Bryce didn't sign in for another uh, 13 days or 14 days in 2019. Oh, that's how late it was? Yeah, it was like – I think it's like February 28th. Oh, so they had already started. Uh, yeah. You know what? I think you're right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. They had already started spring training. So then all hope is not lost. All hope is not lost. Yeah. So for also, in addition to your phone calls on whether or not it's fair or unfair to put World Series expectations on this Phillies team, we do have another $50 Hooters gift card today. And yesterday, I thought your story about Ice Cube was hilarious. You know, you, you had a nice celebrity run in with mm-hmm. Ice Cube. You've had, what, about, what about Spikes? The fake one or the real one? <laughs> <laughs> the real one where he said I, I showed him where the bathroom was. Yeah, it was pretty inspiring. I feel like you've probably had more celebrity run-ins than most. I probably have. You yes. and Bradley Cooper in the yes. in the bathroom. Yes, <laughs> legendary story. Yes, uh, you know there, who could forget when I almost met Rich Doobie, but but, but got too afraid to go up and say hello. Mm-hmm. I was not a kid. I was in my twenties and working here, so <laughs> so that's equally as embarrassing. Give us your best celebrity run-in. For a chance to win a fifty dollars Hooter gift, Hooters gift card, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four is how you get it. Is it fair or unfair to put World Series expectations on this Phillies team? And for a fifty dollars Hooters gift card, give us your best celebrity run in. Plus, on the other side, in addition to your phone calls, team player Howard Eskin was tattletaling on the midday show to Rob Thompson about if they, <laughs> if they got better. Don't miss this audio coming up next. Team player Howard Askin back at it again on the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hey, if this cold winter that we've endured hasn't yet convinced you to replace your drafty, inefficient windows and doors, then maybe my good friends at Guider Door and Window can help by giving you one more month to do so at their best prices of the year. Now, if you haven't taken advantage of Guider's big winter sale, then here's your last chance to do so by receiving 40% off every window and door you buy. That's 40% off each expertly installed energy-efficient replacement window, which also includes free high-performance low-E glass. And 40% off any high-quality door, including insulated entry doors, sliding patio doors, garage doors, and storm doors. And 
You can buy now and pay later with Guida's interest-free financing or low monthly payment plans. This offer will expire at the end of February, so don't let this final chance for big savings pass you by. If your home needs new windows or doors, then call the experts at Guida today to schedule a free in-home estimate at 1-877-GO-GUIDA. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Visit them at goguida.com. That's go, G-U-I-D-A.com. Rob, uh, the geniuses on WIP didn't think this team, I was just speaking to them, got better this year. Tell me why you think this team is better this year than last year. Well, we're going to have um, JT, Trey, and Schwarber get through a regular spring training. So I'm expecting them to all get off to a better start. Um, I think the kids will get a little bit better. Uh, we'll have Harper, hopefully, for a full year. Um, we'll have Ranger Suarez, hopefully, at the start of the year. We'll have Taiwan Walker not going to WBC, so he'll get his regular work in spring training. So just there, I think um, we're going to be better. Welcome back. It is the afternoon show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Howard Eskin throwing the, the midday show right under the bus with the leading question. Well, I tell you, anything to get in the good graces of Rob Thompson. And Howard's starting to take a liking to uh, old Topper, huh? I, th- I think so. He's a fraud. I think he's a big Thompson guy. You know? He's a Topper guy. So yesterday, uh, Thompson was looking around for him, and, and he said, you know, Howard, I, I'll get your lineup. And then, yeah. yeah so he was waiting on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. Howard's having him on the show Saturday. There you go. So he'll be able to unleash his lineup yep. to Rob Thompson. But. Listen, I, I hope all those guys, you know, the, the World Baseball Classic thing, uh, maybe that gets them going, the young kids coming up. It's just, you know, I have questions about JT. He's, he's getting long in the tooth here, played a lot of games. Uh, Trey Turner is, is an interesting one, too, as well. Turner's going to be better this year. I I think he's going to finish top 10 in MVP. Like, yeah. he should. Yeah. I mean, he had 26 errors last year, which never gets brought yeah. up. Um, he was, well, we brought it up last year. When he was playing bad, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was – Pretty bad in the postseason, except for the one nasty double play down in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, he should be at that point. But there is a part of me that's like, well, what if we get a guy closer to the, the pre-ovation Turner? If we get a guy close, now he won't be 235 or whatever he was mm-hmm. before the ovations. But 
are we getting a 310 to 320 average turn a year, or is it 275, 280 with 20-some home runs a year? I think you're getting 285 to 300 hitter this year, and you're going to get 20-plus home runs. I think you're going to get, again, like we had last year. Didn't we have six guys to hit 20 home runs last year? Five or six guys to hit 20? It was a lot. I think it might have been Because Bryce got there late. I think it was the most in baseball. Boom got there Last weekend of the year. And I expect them to have 20, 20, 25 home runs again can this we year. Get, can we get a 25 homer a year from Bomer? Yeah, I think so. I, I think I think Bohm gets closer to being the player that they envisioned him being when they drafted him. I thought we saw glimpses of it last year. He is still, in my opinion, a pretty good hitter uh, at the plate. Just needs to keep the power aspect of his game um, in play. And I think that's going to make this lineup dangerous as well. You know, we don't have that one dominant bopper in the lineup. Even Bryce is not a 40-plus home run hitter. He's a 30-home-run hitter guy. Schwarber, I guess, is the quote. Well, yeah, Schwarber is the one guy. You're right. We, he is the one Just bopper. Just they, they traditionally don't bat leadoff. Yeah, yeah, which is which is fine. But he's there. But I like the the sum of all the parts in the lineup. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good lineup. Yeah. It's a really good lineup. It's it's a little intimidating. Got decent power up and down the lineup. It's a little intimidating when you look out in L.A. and it's Mookie and Freeman and Otani and, and, and all those guys up and down the lineup. Well, you got to have pitchers. Yeah. Our, our lineup doesn't face their lineup. We, we face pitchers. Yeah. I believe the <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. So, it's yeah. It's going to be interesting. You know, Turner, I can't believe he ended up with 26 home runs last year. Yeah. I mean, like, if you get that 26 with, like, 285 to 300, yeah. it should be a top 10 MVP kind of year yep. for a Trey Turner. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. Twitter question brought to you by Mark's Jewelers. Looking for wedding bands or bridal party gifts? Shop Mark's Jewelers' extensive collection for the perfect <laughs> gift online. Mark's-jewelers.com. The only prediction I'm having this year is outside of us winning 93. I might go up to ninety five by the time spring training. It's like so it's quick. like it's like your first Eagles win. Yeah, right yeah, yeah. So I'm at ninety three right now, but uh, I think we see our first All Star game with Bryce actually playing in it in a Phillies uniform. Well, if not, I think something probably <laughs> <laughs> probably. Our only two All Stars last year, I believe, were just Castellanos and Kimbrel. It was. So you know, like they, I would like to see Bryce in the, on the biggest <laughs> stage amongst the amongst. And how about Turner? Turner should be an All Star. Yeah. Turner should be an all-star. Mm-hmm. And listen, the reality is is that, you know, those two guys are – like your stars have to be your stars at the same point. You know, if JT's getting older, we know Schwarber is. Um, Reese isn't here anymore. You know, mm-hmm. like Stott, we'll see what he looks like in, in this upcoming season as well. Um, but really, the, Turner and, and Harper, stars got to be the stars uh, for this team to, to reach the World Series and go beyond that. 215-592-9494. Also, give us your best celebrity run-in for a chance to win a $50 Hooters gift card. Brahim is in Jacksonville. What's happening, Brahim? Hey, what's going on, Jack? So let me let me, let me me just start with, with the celebrity running real quick. Okay. So, so so check it out. So about 2002, um, I was headed down to South Philly to watch the, uh, watch the Sixers with my man, and I decided to stop at Copacabana over there on South Street. So I go in there, and I sit down, and there's this clean – I sit down next to this dude. He's clean, like – Real clean. I ain't, I ain't know who he was, though. And so we start ch- sitting down, chopping it up, chopping it up. We talking. And then for a while, he, then he finally he looked at me because I had, like, I had my old, big old Iverson jersey on, you know what I mean? And so he's like, uh, he's like, you don't even know who I am, do you? And I was like, nah, nah. I said, I know you, you look like somebody, but I don't know. He was like, and it was Jody Cameron's best friend, Freddie Barnett. 
Now, ah. yeah, I grew I grew up in Ambler my whole life. You know what I mean? I'm a Sixers fan, Phillies fan, but back then when Fred and them was playing, I wasn't a fan of the Eagles because I hated Buddy Ryan. I didn't really <laughs> like football like that. You know what I mean? So I rooted for them if they ever made the playoffs, but I ain't know the roster up and down. Like I ain't started being a diehard Eagles fan to y'all to y'all cats. I right? okay. Yeah, you know I mean, so, well, you are currently on Fraud Watch, then, Brahim. <laughs> well, it's like, oh, I didn't like Buddy Ryan. You're like Howard, I dude. I mean, Howard move. Howard did the whole no, thing where no, no, you're, no, you're rooting for the Cowboys. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I ain't rooting for no, for no team. Yeah, exactly. But you, you didn't have the listen, Eagles back? I mean, what is that no, nonsense? No, listen, I had the Eagles back if they were in the playoffs. or if well, they What does that something. mean? That doesn't mean anything. This, if they're in the playoffs, that, Raheem's there. Jack, Jack, this is what it means. Fox I was not guy. a fan of football. He's a fraud. My local team was trash, and so I didn't like the sport. So I wasn't going to be rooting for nobody that wasn't from Philly. You know what I'm saying? So, right. You know, that, that's just what it was. I can appreciate you know I mean? that. I, I can appreciate don't that. Don't encourage him, Mike. Well, I'm saying he's not rooting for teams outside of the city. Yeah, he's it basically... ain't like I was rooting for the Cowboys. Or right. Like that. Well, that's, I yeah, that's what Howard did. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> Howard's worse, but you're, you're yeah. definitely you're okay. You're, you're okay in my book, Raheem. You're good. You're going to hey, listen to I, Jack. I you're good. It. Now, we're going to talk about Fraud Watch with Jack and his Phillies bias. Uh-huh. Okay? Uh, what's bias? Because, because this is this is what's been getting on my nerves in the past two months, Jack. You've been going in on the birds, going in on the birds. You don't show them no leeway, no grace, mm-hmm. nothing, right? But when it comes to Philly, to the Phillies, now all of a sudden we can't expect a, 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 a World Series when they just went to back-to-back NLCSs in a, in a World Series appearance? Yeah, deep breaths. Deep breaths. Like, I, I, no, I'm we not, don't want deep breaths. I'm no, nobody putting, wants deep breaths. I'm not putting Super Bowl expectations on the Eagles. Jack, you put Super Bowl <laughs> expectations on the Eagles last year? Yeah. It was Super Bowl plus, wasn't it? Yeah. They're coming hey, off Jackie, the Super Bowl, yeah. Every day, Jack. Don't try and play me, man. Never. Would never try to do that. <laughs> man, but I was also, Jack, but also, like, I was, I think, was I not justified to question the Eagles uh, for a majority of this season? No, 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 because you don't do that with the Phillies. And and the only, and I got, I just got, a, I got one conspiracy theory, Jack. And cool. This, this is what I think it is with you. Okay. You baseball is your favorite sport, and I get it. Just Thank like you. basketball is my favorite sport. The Sixers is my number one team over all the other teams. But you are so mad that the city is a football city instead of a baseball city. Yep. That you just put down that you put down the Eagles anytime you can and try to and try to hover mm-hmm. over the Phillies and don't, guard don't, them and protect mm-hmm. them. No, no, don't. Mm. All right, I got you, Brahim. I appreciate the uh, phone call. It's a good right, conspiracy bye. theorist. Bye. Um, <laughs> so I've heard that one a lot. I, I believe that's one of the the common critiques of me. What's that? Is that is that I. I like I I get offended that the Phillies are not thought of as the number one team in the city. Right. I think I've expressed many times. I know they're not. Like yeah. I, I know what the pecking order in this doesn't mean is. it doesn't bother you. I just I, I just like the Phillies. Like I just everyone has the one team they like no, the most I, in the town. That's fine. But does it bother you that the Phillies aren't the number one team? In no. Town? You want to know why it doesn't? Why? Because the expectations get way too high, and then they get crushed like the Eagles. Right. You know, I kind of like the Phillies just existing. You want them to be the lovable team. And they are lo- very lovable. I mean, very lovable team. They better win this year. I, I That's the one thing I find interesting is, like, is the majority of the fan base at that point with this team where it's like, you better get it done, like bloodthirsty. Bloodthirsty is a strong word. I, I understand that. <laughs> right. <laughs> but like, I mean, my goodness. Yeah. You know where we're at with the Sixers. Yeah. You know where we were with your teams from yes. 2000 to 2004 where yep. it was like, I don't really care what you guys do in the regular season. Wake me up when you get to the postseason. Have we reached that with this Phillies team? It doesn't feel like it. It doesn't. Not overwhelmingly anyway. 
like the Sixers gave us years of disappointment to where that has built up to where it's at now. Correct. Like the Phillies haven't done that necessarily from a expectation standpoint. You know, you we can erase the 2012 or 13 to 2023 or 22 season. Yeah. That 10-year run. Because the expectation was – well, some of those years when Gabe got fired, the end of those seasons got frustrating. Oh, yeah. But they weren't championship aspirations. That was more or less, man, get us back in the damn playoffs at least. Yeah. Now that that's happened, uh, in the moment, the frustration level felt like it was palpable to the other ones. Oh, yeah. But, like, as you get headed to the next season, it doesn't feel that way. And, and again, I'm trying to uh, take my bias out of it because, mm-hmm. obviously, I look forward to Philly season. It's, it, it almost feels like people are like, oh, man, baseball's almost back. Right. Whereas – Whereas maybe because basketball happens in the middle of football season, you know, it's not like that you have that looking forward to-ness of it. You don't get the build up in basketball. You almost, like you said, basketball is happening while football season is going. So we're paying attention to it with one eye. But at the same time, we're more interested in the, in the Eagles and what's going to happen with their season. And with the Sixers, at this point, it's gotten to the postseason matters more than anything else. Like, nobody is concerned, are the Sixers making the playoffs at the beginning of the year? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know what I mean? Half so, yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, they're going to make the – yeah, it's Elliott because they know they made the playoffs every year. I know. So they get in. But, but with that, the expectations are higher. We don't hold you to making the playoff standard. That's not the standard for the Sixers. Yeah. It's getting to the conference finals or better. And it seems like the standard with the Phillies is still playoffs. Yes. Yes. But it's weird, though, because – and and. And I don't agree. It's obviously not as hard as it used to be to get in the playoffs. No. And, and I love that. I love the fact that there are more teams that are in the playoff race come August and September and uh, get to October. So I want that. Um, but I think as you get towards the end of the season, that expectation does increase. In other words, when all eyes are on what they're going to do in the postseason, I think it does matter. You can't go out in the first round. No. You can't go out in the second round. We want the long playoff run. At least get back to where you were last yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. Like that is there. It's just the the angst and the, I guess, the the frothing at the mouth isn't there this early in the season like it is for football. I know. Yeah. It's, it, it, we it, start it, off in training. We, hell, we start off in OTAs with the Eagles. <laughs> Listen, we start off the day after the Super Bowl. Yeah, really. Like, what are we, what are we yeah. talking about? Yeah. What are we talking about? Jay, is that a good thing? You what? like that, or is that a good thing, or or not? See, I always say that about the other teams in the city. You may think you want the attention that the Eagles get until you're getting the attention that the Eagles get. I like when we're talking about you all the time. Yeah, I, I just, it, it, I feel like it's just not the nature of sports talk anymore. You know what I mean? Like I think when the Phillies are on their runs, it's like it, it's like bang. You know, like I can't wait for the game. Like, well, you don't think in Boston. The Red Sox are the, their number one sports story all year round. Well, so the Red, the Red Sox are like I'm trying to think of some teams that I mean some it's cities probably New York that like, are baseball cities. Like New York, I think they more break down the mo- the moves in the off season. Yeah, okay. And I think if the Phillies had made a, a bigger splash this off season, I think people are are even more geeked. That's up. part of it. Yeah, and like it's kind of I think I think people are like ah oh, I can't wait for baseball, but they kind of ran it back, so maybe that's why the expectations seem a little bit lower than World Series or bust. Whereas like when the Phillies lost in '09. They went out. They, uh, you know, they got Cliff Lee, mm-hmm. or Cliff Lee was there in 09, and then they got Halliday. Mm-hmm. They kept adding to that thing. Yeah, and that's the difference between that was a good run for you. 
of baseball. Yeah, I mean, we were. T- you guys are. I, I wasn't here yet. I was obviously in high school. Yeah, but I'm sure you guys were talking more about the Phillies in the off season every day. Yes, <laughs> and it was a good thing because it was it was something exciting, and the Eagles weren't doing anything. So the Phillies were the number one team in the city. A bit of Andy fatigue by that. Yes, point. yes, yeah, yeah. We had just lost another uh, conference championship game. So after they lost to the Cardinals, yeah, yeah, it was after that. That was the uh, 09 championship game. Yeah, people were pretty much. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but at least listen. If 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 we ever get to that point again on WIP, where we're fired up all offseason for the Phillies, mm-hmm. I I will be geeked up. Yeah, of course I'll be very happy. Uh, Jay is in West Philly. What's happening, Jay? Hey, John Dixon, let me ask you this: for years, ah, okay, the Philadelphia fans have been known for booing and keeping people accountable, right? Mm-hmm. So then we got this one guy that wanted to do. A standing ovation and suck all the energy out of the CBP, and then we lose all the rest of our home games for that season. What are you the talking? Same about? guy that's tempering expectations for the Phillies, right? What? I don't. I don't understand your point. You sucked all the juice out, Paul. I sucked the juice out of Citizens <laughs> Bank yes, Park. A of, yes, a lot of Pauls. Right were, were you? Yeah. Do you? Did you watch those games? Did I watch them? Yeah, and I watched them when your boy Tobias. I mean, uh, <laughs> my Trey Turner too. <laughs> Right, but yeah. I think you're missing about a month, two months there. That that's missing. Pop ups and everything. He was taking his spring training. Jay, 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 Jay. Don't don't Jay. Jay, this is this is it's so bad every time. I mean every time you're just so off. Like what about your boy? You want to get on that bean being hurt every year? What about your boy, Fragile Harper? Fragile Harper, yes, but in the postseason he's healthy and and showing up. Broken hand, bad back. I know. Can you can you just yeah. can you just give what me you your your celebrity running so we can get this oh, over? Hold with? on, you talk about the postseason where he watched the called third strike. You talk about that postseason. Yes, the, all, all, that the, po- all the postseason failures of Bryce Harper. Yes. Yeah. Did he win a he didn't win a World Series? Yet, did he? Did not win a World Series, believe it or not. Yeah. And Washington won after he left, right? They did win after he left. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, where's that team now? Where's that team now? Yeah. This means we declining every year. We went to the World Series that we lost the round before. So what are we gonna do this year? What's gonna be your excuse this year? Well, uh, I'll figure it out when we get there. Yeah, don't you don't yeah, you worry. Okay. I'll do my best there, Jay. Look at you. You suck those. I tell you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, suck the juice out of Citizens Bank Park. It was electric until Game Six of the World of, of the NLCS. Six or seven when you was in there. I was there the whole time. But yes, thank yeah, you. I, yeah. Well, you was there when it counted and we lost. Okay. We got to see what you what this team gonna do. Just hold, just hold them accountable. I have. You sounded like that fraud. You sounded like that fraud. I know. He's a fraud. More and more like him every day. Okay. Uh, what's your uh, what's your celebrity running, Jay? Jay, what's your celebrity running? I mean, I agree. (laughs) I I read and I agree. Does that count though? I mean, that was gonna count. Yeah, what you mean it don't count? It counts. It counts, Jay. Yeah, I knew somebody would say that eventually. Yeah, I mean, listen. Hey, man. It's a big, good deal. Well, especially if they ran into me when I was a player. Exactly. <laughs> For a pro bowler. Yeah, you feel me? All pro, too. Fran, yeah, Fran. Watch, watch your mouth. Yeah, watch it in there. I'm learning something new <laughs> every day. Every day. How's your top five today? I'm excited. Okay, good. Very excited. <laughs> good. I just want to make sure. I want to make sure. It's I mean, everybody's waiting to hear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Appointment radio, Francisco's top five. Tim's in Philadelphia. What's happening, Tim? Hey, can you hear me? We got you. We got Tim. you, brother. Uh, I still go off speakerphone. All right. Uh, yeah, you can tell him when we're on the 
uh, on the float in the parade after the after the season. Who J and West Philly? Yeah, not allowed. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Philadelphia's a big baseball town. Yeah, he loves the Phillies. Yep. So good point. Yeah. So let me say. So what is he saying? World Series or bust? Yeah, is your expectation yes. for this for this season? Is it fair to put World Series expectations expectations on this team? Playoffs, at least. So you're not putting World Series expectations. Uh, on I would. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, World Series expectations. Yeah, I was getting ready to say, Tim. Come on, man. Why? Why yeah. not? You got the fourth highest payroll in baseball. Yeah, World definitely. They should be in the World Series. Yeah, but don't. I mean, do you really think they're a World Series team, though? I mean, oh, they, absolutely. Well, why? We <laughs> got the talent. They got. They got. Yeah, they got the pitch. They need to get some more pitching. That's it. <laughs> That's what everyone always says. Tim, who's your uh, celebrity running? All right, I got two quick ones. Lenny Dykstra, while he was playing, someone stole out of his locker. I was at a car show, and security had to stop Lenny Dykstra from ripping this guy's throat out. I'm sure. <laughs> it was hilarious. The guy had spikes, a baseball bat. Someone stole something out of his locker, and he tried to get it signed by Lenny Dykstra. Lenny Dykstra flipped the flap on the spikes. It was his and went over the table. Wow. Nah, that's Hilarious. Pretty, pretty big and answer. Then, yeah, the, <laughs> and then another one was uh, the Buck Hotel. I ran into Schulte. And Who? That was Dave Schultz? Yeah, Dave Schultz. Dave the hammer? Schultz. Yeah, he signed my hammer at 6 o'clock at night. Oh, Paul. Oh, oh, my oh, goodness, oh, brother. Oh, what, do you, what do you mean down. by that? What do you mean by that? Yeah, uh, I, took, I took my father's hammer. Oh, okay. Wait. Well, yes. And okay. he signed it. And that was at 6 before he started drinking. Now, another man came in around 11, and they had to remove Schulte because he was going to take that hammer and take it over his head. Oh, oh okay. A lot of hammer, yeah. a lot lot. Of hammer swing in there, man. A lot of hammer Did swing. Did you beat the but, hammer? No. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to. All right, Tim, appreciate it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> he signed his hammer, man. Yeah. <laughs> Pulled out his own hammer. <laughs> Who was that? It was Wagner. Oh, that was whack. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Yesterday. Wow. Doesn't even sound like it. A hammer impersonation? Wester's <laughs> been on the air because Seltzer's, uh, Seltzer's been sick. Oh, so, I did not know that. So we've been hearing some air. Again, because Wector for what, 30-some years has effectively been yes. behind the scenes? Oh, yeah. And now, bang. He's, he's Never like, heard Joe Wector on air. He's right, he's right into the spotlight. Man, there you go. Who knew he had that hidden talent back know, there? It's, it's his big break. Well, Angelo wouldn't let him out. Yeah, because if producers weren't allowed to talk, <laughs> what a mistake. I mean, what a mistake. Let's go to John and Abington. What's happening, John? John? Jonathan. No. John in Bristol. What's up, John? Uh, nothing much. Uh, I think the Phillies are going to go far this year. I heard Howard this morning. He has a lineup for uh, Topper, so I think they're going to be good. You know, he's... He said he has options for him, so at the next press conference, I'm sure he's going to give them to him. Yeah, I really hope that Topper does not listen to Howard when it comes to the <laughs> Hey, I, Hey, man, I, he said he was going to have Schwarber batting like fifth, you know, uh, Turner up top. So it sounded pretty good. You know, it sounded like he knew what he was talking about. Well, it's all debatable. They've won a lot of games with Schwarber at the leadoff spot. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I'm batting at, what, 180 or whatever he is. Move him down a little bit. Let him no. just swing away after Harper. Absolutely. If you, if you, if you put true serum in everybody – 
Do you believe the majority of Philly fans would prefer Schwarber to bat down in the lineup? I uh, yeah, hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the majority of Philly fans. Okay. The smart baseball people. But the the, the yeah the, the no debatable. no 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 no. It's probably better that he is hitting down in the lineup. We he smart man. Listen to Ike, Jack. He knows what he's talking about. He's the real baseball guy there. I've been trying to tell him that. He's been trying to say that for a while. I just, you know, <laughs> bat where players are comfortable. They've won a lot of games with him at leadoff. The threat of going up one nothing, and he walks a lot. Yes, we've heard the good. argument, yes. Pretty, pretty good, pretty good. So, what, so is your expectation World Series or bust? Uh, I think so this year, yeah, because last year, you know, they thought they had, like, divine intervention that they were just going to walk right to the World Series. You know, I, I don't think they're really focused on it. I think this year they realized that, you know, they're mortal and they can lose. So, yeah, I think it was actually good for them to lose. I mean, not good for the city, but I think it was good for their mindset for this year. Yeah, I guess I just wish, you know, they didn't lose in the World Series before, like the year before. Like, I right. wish they had the, you know, the, the the feeling of the loss out of their, their bones. They're ready to swallow it this year for sure. John, what's your uh, celebrity running? I actually met Mark Wahlberg. I used to be a golf pro in the area. Oh. And at the time, I was interning at the H Club. And I was working bag drop, so this Ferrari pulls up, got golf clubs in the front seat, drive o- or walk over, I open up the doors, Mark Wahlberg. I'm like, oh, cool, you know. So I take his golf bags out, I put them on the drop, and I hop into the driver's seat, and he looks at me. He is mortified. He's like, dude, you need to get out of my car now. I'm like, no, I'll park it for you in ballet. And he looks at me. He goes, I pay $50,000 a month for insurance for that car. I'm not going to let you park it. Damn. So, you know, I'm defeated. I walk back over to <laughs> oh, my pedestal. You know, I radio down to uh, uh, down the pro shop, let him know he's here. He rolls down the passenger side window, and he goes, I'll let you sit in the passenger seat when I park it, though. I'm like, get out of here. No way. So he takes me around the park lot, and we park, you know, and he gave me a $100 tip for sitting in the passenger seat of his car. Now, what era Damn. of Wahlberg was this? What, what, what movies was this around? He was uh, filming The Shooter. He was in town for that movie. Oh, okay. Yep. Appreciate it, John. Oh, shooter. What's your uh, What's your favorite Wahlberg film? Ooh, shooter's a good one. Shooter's a good one. Danny Glover's in that one. Um, my favorite Wahlberg movie. You know one that's sort of underrated. Um, the Fighter. Fighter's good. Yeah, Fighter's good. Yeah, I like the Fighter where he played. Um, uh, why can't I think of his last name? I know his first name is Mickey. Mickey Ward. Played Mickey Ward, the old boxer, um, who had the uh, famous trilogy with Artel uh, Gotti. Artel Gotti? Yeah, Arturo. Arturo, the late great Arturo Gotti. Well, you know my favorite Wahlberg movie of all time. What? Invincible. <laughs> I forgot all about it. I was waiting for that. Yes. <laughs> no, I, I guess that should have been the obvious one, no, right? No, yes. No, no. <laughs> my, actual, my actual favorite Wahlberg movie I is. forgot uh, about that one. Yes. Is, is The Departed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Does it count as a Wahlberg yeah, movie? Yeah, I was going to say, is that a Wahlberg movie? Well, yeah, he's in it. Well, he's in it's it. tough, man. It's, it's him. Well, it's he's Jeff. the last one alive, too. I know. I was. A, I think <laughs> Everybody else died. I think The Departed is my favorite movie of all time. That's a great one. But it was like. You can was, watch it anytime. Like, who's the star of the movie? Is it Leonardo? Yeah. Is it is it Jack Nicholson? Jack Nicholson's like a part of it. Yeah. Uh, you know. I would go with Leo as the star. But is it Matt Damon and Leo? Yeah, Matt Damon's good, too. It probably doesn't count as a Wahlberg film because it's him and Alec Baldwin. But he's there, though, and it's a good character. Yeah. I like his character. character. Yeah, I like his character in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Un- underrated one. Four Brothers? Four Brothers is good. Really good. Four Brothers uh, is good. You don't, like it? you don't like it, Ike? Was he in the Italian job, too? Yes, he was in the Italian job. And Charlize, uh, Charisse Theron or Theron? Theron. Charlize Theron? Theron? 
One of them. I think it's Thoreau, isn't it? I, I know it's David not Thoreau. Thoreau. No, uh, it's either, it's either it's, Henry it's, David Thoreau. It's, yeah, it's either Theron or Theron. Charlize. Charlize Theron. Charlize. 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 What's going on? You know, even if you feel, even if, I'm starting to sound like Shannon. Uh, my bad, Unc. Um, <laughs> um, even if you saw her in Monster. In Monster, yep. that was that was a great acting job by her. She won an Oscar for that. Sure, she won five. She five. wasn't necessarily the prettiest in that. Yeah, was she was she in Pulp Fiction? No, that is uh, Uma. Uma. Uma Uma Thurman. Thurman. Yeah. So yeah, she was in. Uh, no, that was Ashley Judd who was in uh, A Time to Kill. That was not Charisse. No, Charisse was in uh, Devil's Advocate. Nice with Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Yeah. Haven't seen it. Uh, probably don't need to see it. Eh, probably not. Yeah. Not one of his great ones. Yeah. A lot of. Well, young. none of his movies are really well, that great. Well, Godfather is. <laughs> 215592. <laughs> Scarface. 9494 is how you get in. Celebrity running. Your favorite celebrity running. In Heat. You haven't seen Heat. No. Uh, for a $50 Hooters <laughs> gift card, give us your celebrity running. Is it fair to put World Series expectation on this Phillies team? Plus. On the other side, the latest on Hassan Reddick. He's asking for how much? And what did Howard Eskin say this morning about his situation? We'll get to all of that coming up next on the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WYP. Exciting news, my friends. Nope, that's exciting news from my friends at Mark's Jewelers. February 27th through March 2nd, Mark's is offering 20% off the largest selection of men's and ladies' wedding bands. How about that? In the entire Delaware Valley, we're talking about. And Mark's offers Jewel Vision. The only way the two of you can customize the perfect matching wedding bands. Ladies, diamond bands, men's, gold, platinum, and alternative bands. Jewel Vision and lab, uh, lab ground uh, options. Mark's has it all with some with showrooms in Montgomeryville and Mount Laurel. Learn more at marks-jewelers.com. Welcome back. It is the afternoon show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. Jack Fritz alongside Ike Reese on this Thursday mm. afternoon. We'll get back to your phone calls on the Phillies and your celebrity run-ins for a $50 Hooters gift card. But a couple uh, update things on Hassan Reddick and his situation here. From Cam Marino, who uh, who follows or covers the NFL for USA Today, said uh, Eagles – Hassan Reddick doesn't want to leave Philadelphia but thinks he's underpaid. Reddick's camp is looking for $25 million per year. He wants the Bosa and Garrett money. Um, so they're letting him go test the market, see what he's worth, and and you know we'll kind of go from there. But that's the first time we've really seen anything in the, the, the numbers range. Yeah, you had to figure that's sort of where he probably wanted to go, somewhere in that mid-20s range. Uh, Garrett just won defensive player of the year. It, it, getting with Miles Garrett um, has pretty much gotten throughout his career, former mm-hmm. number one overall pick. Um, but I listen, I I just hope they're able to find some sort of happy medium. You know, if Hassan really wants to be here and the Eagles really want him here, then they'll find a middle ground somewhere. They'll find a middle ground somewhere. It's probably more advantageous for what the Eagles want to do from a salary cap standpoint to even give him an extension. But they probably are so far apart on the numbers, it's not even worth it for the Eagles to give him the extension. But they probably want to give him an extension just to lower 
his cap hit. And they can do the dummy years thing. Yeah, of end. course. Of course. So, you know, I, I'm i not going to sit here and tell Hassan what he should take and what he shouldn't take. But, you know, if, if they're willing to give you um, a nice – Chunk of change, meaning you know, when I say chunk of change, I mean guaranteed money up front over three years. And I'm not giving you, I don't know, thirty million over the three years, giving you thirty million guaranteed plus a salary somewhere close to twenty million a year. Can't, well, would that work? I, I mean, I don't know. Right. You know, I don't know how these numbers work. I know the numbers that these guys are getting as free agents, and that's guys getting hundred million dollars signing bonuses or what have you. He's not going to get that from the Eagles at thirty years old. I know he's not 30 yet, but he'll be 30 when to see sometime early in the season. The Eagles aren't going to give you that. And it's probably better for him to find that middle ground. And from the Eagles, they're being smart right now. They're being smart. A, he's under contract. So they're not being, they're not making any rush to judgment. They're not doing anything hasty. They're not, they didn't trade him. They just said, we'll give you permission to go out there and see what your market value is. Is worth what a team is willing to give you, and they're taking a gamble. Yeah, yeah. But but here's the thing: they can't. They're the ones who have to trade him. Mm-hmm. So he's not going anywhere unless they get the compensation that they want. It's not can you go find a deal that that you're happy with? No, we have to get something for trading you to that team, and we're not going to just trade you for a fourth round draft pick. So depending on what that team is willing to give up, plus pay Hassan where he's happy, it's probably going to be harder to come by. And if the market tells him he's probably in the range closer to 20 million than he is 25 million, do they find a happy medium there and say, okay, this is what the market says? We'd be willing. They sort of did that with Slay last year. Mm-hmm. Well, and it makes sense as a common middle ground because he's looking for 25, he's paid 15. Right. And, he can, and he's he get 20. Settle. And, I, and then I just wonder about the years. Like, do you get three years at 20 million per year? They pay him to his age 33 season, or, right. or or is it like two years? I don't know. Uh, a couple days ago when it first came out, I was like, oh, he's gone. He's probably gone. I don't really feel that way. No. I think I think they'll find a way to get it. I don't think they can afford to lose him, quite frankly. Now, I do wonder if if it comes back to, you know, all right, you, we're only going to pay you for the one year, or we'll trade you and, and see if you can get a, a second-round pick. I wonder what they do then. I wonder I – wonder, they're probably just happy getting him back on the on the one-year – and then see how it plays out. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Would they take a second round pick? They might. And I, think I, I, mean, I don't know. They, I mean, they might take a second round pick. Would you rather have a second round pick or one year of Hassan Reddick? I'd rather have another year of Hassan Reddick. And I'm at the point where I, I would, I would 100 take the second versus just the one year of Hassan Reddick. I just don't know if they're going to get a second for him. The conversation we saw yesterday was a third and a fifth was the uh, the initial thing out there, but. Um, yeah, okay. I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting. Howard Eskin was a guest of the morning show this morning. Here's what he had to say about the Hassan Reddick situation. I don't think another team is going to pay him what he wants, so he's better off staying in Philadelphia. Now, is that going to be with or without a contract? I think it's more likely it'll be without a contract, and Hassan Reddick is going to roll the dice, wow. try to have another good year, but I think he's going to be back. And you don't think uh, he'd hold know. out in that scenario? You don't think he holds out? No. On football, they, they, I tell you, the, the NFL has got it. They got it with everything, with making money, making rules, getting players to agree to it. You stay out after a certain time, you're dead meat anyway. If they have a chance to get a second-round pick rather than just bringing back Hassan Reddick on a one-year deal, I'd rather go and get the second-round pick if they can do that. Like it's just, it's just one year. 
you know, and then I guess he's betting on himself to go get a bigger deal elsewhere. If you have a chance to get the second round pick, I'm I'm taking that at this point. Yeah. See, I see to me, I'm focused on winning next year. This doesn't help me win next year. Yeah. Who's losing my best pass rusher? Does not help me win whatsoever. And I'm not into just throwing away a season by giving up my best defensive player. So, you know, fielding a, a defense with a bunch of young players just to say we drafted some young guys, unless you draft all studs that can play, you just you just wasted picks on guys like you wasted a second-round pick on Ortega Whiteside, like you wasted a third-round pick on Dave Davion Taylor, the linebacker out of Colorado. Like, we've wasted picks on players. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah young players. Yeah, we've we definitely done it. But, um, you know, I, I just – when he comes back for the one year and then he's gone, rather than there is a chance they do actually nail the pick and they can get a good player there, or they could use it to move up in the draft. They have more assets. Like, they can do everything else rather than just pull. What do you think is more likely, they hit on the player or they they miss on the player? Uh, more likely miss. Okay. More likely miss. Um, I'm curious, though. So, Michael Parsons is due for a new deal this, this offseason, too. Mm-hmm. Um, does he get the $200 million? Yeah. He gets the 200 He becomes yeah. the highest-paid defensive end ever. They got some big decisions down in Dallas. Yeah, MCD. Yeah, they're gonna pay. They're gonna pay Michael Parsons. Um, you're gonna pay CD Lamb. And we'll see if they pay Dak. They don't have to pay Dak this offseason. Nope. <laughs> and Jerry pretty much said we're not paying. Yeah, Dak. Yeah, I have to pay Dak this offseason, and they still have Trey Lance right. under contract. So, you know, they're, they're gonna be able to pay players. And I look at that with the Eagles as well. Like the Eagles, if it's Beneficial to them, yes. They like to sign their guys after the third year. They don't have to sign their guys after the third year. And obviously the, the ones you're talking about there are Landon and Devontae. Yes. Yeah. They aren't going anywhere. <laughs> so you don't have to do new deals there. Yeah. Um, I, I think I saw something yesterday. Devontae's probably going to start $25 million a year. That's where the receiver market is. And I think Landon's probably going to get that at least as well too. Yeah. And I, I'd be surprised if the Eagles are in a rush – to now they could get Devontae's deal done and it's just an extension and his salary doesn't kick in until after AJ's deal is up. Like because he still has essentially they would you would pick up his fifth year because mm-hmm. the money is you're gonna keep him. So you're gonna pick up his fifth year. That goes into a salary, whatever that fifth year is. And then you add the next four years to that. Yep. Yeah. That's probably how it'll go down. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. Tom is in Abington. What's happening, Tom? Yeah, fellas. How are we doing today? What's up, Tom? Hey, I'm a little concerned about you guys. What happened? What happened? I, I, I noticed a theme. There seems to be an awful lot of sucking and swallowing associated with the program today. Well, listen, Rob oh, Thompson. Topper laid Swallow that out there. You don't need it. Yeah, he's going to eat it. <laughs> Whenever it's there. Listen, we got, we got a, a World Series to win, apparently. Yeah, and that brings uh, me to the main point of the call here before I get to my celebs. I'm very disappointed in you, John. I mean, it hurts my soul to hear you say that it's not World Series or bust. Well, listen, I, I'm just trying to keep it as real as I possibly can. I can't wait but, for the season. I, I, I'm not rooting against the Phillies. I hope they win the World Series. I'm just not putting well, I'm just, I know all I'm that, not at that point. I understand that, but aren't they in the World Series window right now? Like, once they opened up the pocketbook there, it's yes. like – this is the time, right? And that's why that's why I wish they had gone out and added another piece. Or another okay, piece so what piece can they add to, to change your mind? Jordan Montgomery. They could trade for Emmanuel Classe. Love it. Love it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like there, there are moves to be made. And listen, I'm not 
They're, they're kind of on the clock, but there, there are moves to be made before opening day that uh, we'll see if they can get done. It'd be awesome if they can. Yeah, we shall see. I would love Montgomery. That's the guy I want. They, if they get him, do they have the best rotation in baseball? Yes. Wow. Yeah, that would be fantastic. All right, so celebrities. <laughs> uh, you guys know I'm a home infusion nurse, right? Yes. So, uh I, we won't question that anymore on, on, on the show. <laughs> Thank you, John. Thank you. I appreciate that. No um, problem. So I run into uh, all kinds of people, celebrities, musicians, artists, actors, politicians, you name it. I, I can't really say anything unless they're dead. So with that being said, uh, I was Andy Musser's home infusion nurse for the last three years of his life. But my favorite one was I'm driving around downtown Philly the one night, and I'm on call, and they said, we need you to stop by this hotel room and start an idea and teach the wife how to give a hydration infusion. The name was Joseph Fraser. Now, oh, wow. That's a common name, So, and it's given to me as Joseph, so I'm not thinking anything of it. Lo and behold, smoking Joe Fraser right there, it's like probably three weeks before he died, started an IV on him and taught his wife how to do his infusion. Mm, that's a big one. Now, even though he was three weeks out from, from passing, which I didn't know at the time, I shook this man's hand, and he almost brought me to my knees. It was unbelievable. His hands were like cinder blocks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice yeah. guy, too. Have a great day, followers. Appreciate you, Tom. All right, Tom. Smoking Joe? Yeah. That's a pretty good one. You met him, right? Yes. Yeah. You had a chance. Very privileged to meet uh, at least twice, I believe. I, I, really, yeah. I really wish Boxy still had, like, the – because I'm jealous when I hear you guys talk about, like, Ali and Frazier sure. and, like, the Tyson stuff. Oh, man. Like, I hate the UFC. Like, I just – it doesn't have the same, <laughs> like, buzz yeah, for me. And, and boxing, you know what? But the UFC took a lot of boxing fans with them because, you know, Dana White – speaking of celebrity run-ins, I remember, I remember when Dana White came to WIP to promote the UFC. What, is it in infancy? I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It was wow. me and Howard. It was. It was on. I think it was on uh, Howard's show. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, we were still over in uh, Tubala. It's still on uh, six ten, I believe, at the time. And this must have been probably oh nine. It probably was around oh nine, somewhere around there. And yeah, he came in to to promote the fights. And um, I think it was a fight. It was a UFC fight happening. I don't know if it was at Atlantic City or up in the Meadowlands at the old New Jersey Meadowlands Arena. Right. The one that before they tore down the Nets used to play in. But, yeah, I, I remember when UFC was first coming in, man, and people um, – but I also that, – but that's when Dana White took over. UFC had started before yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I think it just he was wasn't UFC, as pop- popular. I think he was a fighter. I think he used to be a UFC fighter. Yeah, because I remember the, the, that's back when the, the Hoist Gracie days and the, the Ken Shamrock days yeah yeah see the first the first UFC fighter I think I knew was Kimbo Slice remember Kimbo Slice yes of course I remember Kimbo Slice <laughs> I went I went to see his uh his fight in New Jersey me and Trey Thomas yeah <laughs> dude he was a YouTube like early yeah. YouTube days Kimbo yes. Slice was a legend dude I remember I remember when Jim Moore Jr my coach down in Atlanta when he showed us the you when when he was a YouTube sensation like he showed us the fights as a as like a, a hype video to, to get us ready for a game. I need Sirianni bringing back Kimbo Slice videos <laughs> yeah. for for this it's, year. It's the first time I've ever seen that man. The, the whole backyard brawling and dude, I feel and like it, he was the first like big YouTube situation. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And that was that was that was oh six maybe I think. I think that was oh five or oh six. It was old. Yeah, it was old. Yeah, man, boxing boxing used to be people would tell you seventies eighties nineties boxing was great. 
Yeah, it matters. Yeah. Like I, I remember I paid for the uh, I paid for the Pacquiao Mayweather fight. Mm-hmm. I feel like the biggest waste of money. I was a waste of money. Yeah. It's the last Mayweather fight I paid for. Yeah, I, I said I wouldn't pay for another Mayweather fight. I think that was the same weekend. It was a big weekend. It was the Kentucky Derby. Mm-hmm. I think I think the Masters. Yeah, Cinco de Mayo weekend. Yeah, it was a great, yeah. great weekend of sports. It was just see, you you didn't embrace the Bernard Hopkins run. I B B Hop had like a five year run there, man, where he was the top. He was considered the best boxer in boxing. Yeah, I I was probably just a little young for it. He beat De La Hoya. He beat Felix Trinidad. Man. I wish again. Man, those are, man, he finally got his revenge on uh, uh, Roy Jones Jr., who ran from him all those years after Roy beat him, beat him early in his career. And is that when Roy Jones had a, a rap song, right? Yes, knock him out the ring, Roy. Knock him out the box, Roy. Something like that. Yeah, I think it's a, a. Y'all must have forgot. I think it was called Y'all Must Have Forgot. Yeah. I never liked Roy Jones Jr. as a fighter. Yeah. He had this little the haircut he had with the he he, he kept the hair on the back of his. Oh, that's that's weird. We used to call it a New Yorker when I, where I, where I grew up in Cincinnati where you keep, like, the little duck tail in the back of your hair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the back of your head, the hair back there. Yeah, Roy Jones Jr. had that hairstyle. It's an awkward look. It was, it was horrendous. Yeah. I just, yeah. They you, got, just, you could tell he was from Florida. No offense. The Florida man? Yeah. Well, because they're a little behind in t- trends yeah. back then. and so I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just, I'm just, whenever you guys talk about, like, the, the Tyson fights, it's just like, I, I, I got nothing. Yeah, you know, it's like one of the again, one of these things where I'm behind. You know, everyone thirty and under. It's like hey, we're we're screwed, man. Yeah, go look at some of those fights. Uh, Rob's in media. What's happening, Rob? Hey, how's it going? What's up, Rob? What's up, Rob? Hey, hey. So, uh, you know, this whole Hassan Reddick thing, and I'm looking at it, and I saw an article yesterday, and it had a picture of Nolan Smith, and I'm thinking, like, are we really thinking of replacing Hassan Reddick with Nolan Smith? I mean. I'm 5'11", 165, so I have no place to stand. But Nolan Smith looks small compared to what I'd be wanting from an end rusher. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, how are we going to say that – like, how can we not pay him? Like, how can we actually get to the point where we say this guy is, is big enough? And I heard on the radio, like, a couple of days ago you guys were saying that he's like a linebacker size. Who, Hassan Reddick? I mean, or uh, or no, uh, Nolan uh, Smith? Nolan Smith, yeah. Well, Hassan Reddick is too. He's just a bigger linebacker size. <laughs> like Hassan Reddick's probably around 240 pounds. Where, okay. it look, where it looks like Nolan Smith might weigh 225. I don't know. Maybe it's the shoulder pads he wears. He, look, he looks small. He me. does look very That's small. I, yeah. I guess it's, it's, really just, it's really just what you think next year is. Like, it, like the Hassan Reddick paying thing is next year you think is still a Super Bowl year, and that's where, that's where Ike Moore is. Yeah, I don't know how you can't think that. Well, for me, it's more uh, let's focus on 2025 and rebuild this thing, and then hopefully the next five years are good, not just next year. So I think that's where the Hassan Reddick uh, conversation comes in. Plus, he is 30. Do they, does he want a three- or four-year deal? Do the Eagles want to do that or not, or is it just a one-year deal? So there's, there's two different sides of the Hassan Reddick thing. I don't know if a second round pick though for him is good if you're going to put Nolan Smith in there and say, "All right, go ahead." Well, I, mean, you, I don't. The if their plan is just Nolan Smith's going to take his snaps, that's obviously a bad plan. But you could also go into free agency and find a younger edge rusher. You could trade up and go get the best one in the first round. So that I going, like, I would. I'm not in favor of trading him and not replacing him. I'm trying to replace him with a, a Josh Allen, a Bryce Huff, a draft pick. So um, it's not just I'm saying banking on Nolan Smith. That's obviously a mistake. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. What, do you, uh, so, what was your celebrity running? So, this one was awkward, and somebody already said it, but, like, I ran into Ike in media one time back in 07. <laughs> Why was it awkward? Uh, he was eating lunch at Zach's Hamburgers, oh. 
at the intersection of State Road and Orange, and uh, I was getting lunch, and I said, I think that's Ike Reese over there. My friends were like, no, it's not. What the hell was I doing in media? What was that? Was I I on a golf outfit or something? I don't don't remember. You were having lunch (laughs) with two guys. You were sitting in a corner, and I walked up to you. I'm like, Ike, hey, nice to meet you. Mm. And you're like, eh, yeah, yeah. I said, I, I really like. Really loved was, watching you play. Uh, you're a big inspiration to me. And he, and he was like, ah, I got you. Big inspiration. <laughs> I almost did a top five at five with like actually included in it. So wow. I like it. That's I like good. it, Rob. That's good, Rob. I, 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 I vaguely remember going to Zags. Hamburgers. Yes, I, I vaguely a, remember that. It's such a random spot. Well, you know what? You know what I think it was. He said it was 07? Yeah, 07 ish. I, I, I think I might have been meeting somebody out there uh, for an agent interview. Huh. I think. Because why else would I be in media? I have no idea why you'd be. Like, media is essentially where I live. Yes, I, I, and I sort of know the agent that I probably was out there to see nice. during that time. Oh, look at this. Big deals. By the way, I was born in media. You were born in media? Yeah. Okay. I was living in media until I was five, so not always a Westchesterman. Right. Born in Delco, baby. I think that's why I was out there, but I do vaguely remember being at Zach's Burgers. Would love to hear. Zach's Hamburgers? Zach's Hamburgers. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I think I do vaguely remember that. Yeah. I would love to hear from uh, Dan in South Jersey or Dan Klecko on his (laughs) run-in with with, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we not have a bunch of run-ins with Ike? Yeah, Yeah. what's your good (laughs) one? Have you met Ike Reese and was it a good interaction? 215-592-9494. Get in now. Is it fair to put World Series expectations on the Phillies? And Hassan Reddick, would you rather have a second-round pick or back on a one-year deal? Plus, on the other side, the Eagles are betting favorites to sign this running back? Mm. Who is it? We'll get to that. And give us your best celebrity run-in for a chance to win a $50 Hooters gift card. Get in now. It's the Afternoon Show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Valentine's Day and February is when we celebrate our loved ones. Well, this year, the only gift I want is for my loved ones to get screened for cancer. And that's my family at home and here at WIP, which also includes you, our listeners. Now, I partner with the American Cancer Society to remind everyone to get screened. Too many people put off their screenings since COVID, and the best defense against cancer is to get screened and catch it early. Talk to your doctor about what screenings are right for you. Visit cancer.org slash get screened. Man, it's your boy Ike. You know I love you. Get screened. Welcome back. It is the afternoon show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. 215-592-94. I always wanted this to be my walkout song in, in baseball. This is good walkout. This is good walk-up music. It's a great walkout yeah. song. It's a great walk That's back when Hove was Hove. He was still real. <laughs> what about now? You didn't appreciate nah, his great. Like he hadn't made good music in I don't know almost a damn decade. Well, hold on, what about the you know, him and Kanye in Paris? Some of that was all right. It was very hard. Yeah, some of it was okay, yeah. But I've actually slowly gotten into the more older Jay-Z. I'm telling Way you, that, that's the best Jay-Z, the older Jay-Z. A reasonable doubt. Jack L. still L. a side. classic. What did you say? I was going to say I was going to say what he said, but he took it. Yeah, reasonable doubt, still a classic. Volume 2? Yes, sir. Volume. Yeah. Great walk-up song. Mm-hmm. And I, would, I would like to use the uh, the words as the return. So I've always tried to have it as like a return for the show, but like it, it – 
there's like curse words right in the beginning, so it sounds so off. And like <laughs> right. the instrumental is still good, right? But the the hype of allow me to like it's just ten myself. times better, ten times better. Yeah. Twitter question brought to you by Marks Jewelers. Looking for wedding bands or bridal party gifts? Shop Marks Jewelers for extensive collection. Uh, shop Marks Jewelers extensive collection for the perfect gift. Online Marks-Jewelers.com. Is it fair to put World Series expectations on the Phillies? Like eighty percent saying yes. Of course they are. <laughs> Good. I'm gonna tell you what it is, man, and rightfully so. This town, we we've been. Too close over the last two years, man. I know. I was actually thinking. <laughs> I was thinking driving in today. Has this has this been a successful run in Philly sports? Yes and no. Obviously, it's, it's great to be in the hunt, be in the mix, be one of the teams that people are talking about all the time, and when, especially when it comes to winning a championship. But getting there and having your heart ripped out. I mean, from the to Sixers with that nonsense against Boston last year. After winning Game Five up there, you couldn't have convinced oh. me we weren't winning that series. And, and the worst, the worst part was, is that Embiid looked like he got it. Exactly, like he got it. He had thirty in that Game he, Five, and it looked like we were coming home for Game Six. He chased down block up, Man. up in Boston. He, yep. he, he controlled and dominated that basketball game. And and, and <laughs> we just tortured ourselves now. Yes. And Jason Tatum. Play like crap I said the for, for yeah. 45 minutes of that game. And then freaking he turned into the <laughs> yes. peak LeBron for, for the fourth quarter. He did. We really Wasn't it like the last five minutes? Yeah, it was like, like six minutes. Yeah, he didn't really do anything for the whole game. Meanwhile, we couldn't get the ball to Embiid. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yep. Doc said, what do you want me to do after the yeah, game? Call a timeout or something. Yeah, get the ball to the big fella. <laughs> I'm seeing Tatum run up and down the court. He's horrible, horrible, yeah. horrible yeah. all game. Yeah. I think what, I hung 50 on them in game seven? That – that to me, that hurt more than that Super Bowl loss. Now, obviously, the Super Bowl loss was more important. Yes, but I, I still believe, well, from a disappointment standpoint, even, at least with the Super Bowl loss, the Eagles went out on their sword. They they didn't you know they didn't lay down. yeah they didn't lay down yeah they didn't lay down, um, and we know it was a tough call at the end of that game that could have gone either way. So that that part hurt, but to have the Sixers play the way they did. Late in that game against Boston, when it looked like in game six, we had that game coming down the stretch. Mm-hmm. And then not to even show up in game seven. I don't think I was, I don't think I've heard the fan base that angry. When's the last time I heard the fan base that angry? It had to be at the Ben didn't shoot the ball, right? Well, it's always Sixers related. It's, 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 it's usually after the Sixers lose Man. a game. But it was just like, it was the way, it was the way they lost. Yes. But World Series was not crushing. You know, it sucked. Was not crushing. It sucked. Uh, the NLCS hurt more than the World Series. Did. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, that, I, again, that's another one where we thought. I think if you're ranking them, it goes. We had it for me. It goes obviously. This isn't surprising. NLCS is number one most most crushing loss. Mm-hmm. Sixers number two, Eagles number three. And I would flip the the Phillies and the Sixers. And I would have the Eagles the third most crushing, which is insane. Which is crazy, (laughs) especially with what happened this year. Yeah, which is crazy. And like we talked about it a lot after that, it's like that that loss is not going to age well. Like we're going to look back on that loss as like holy, holy cow. And now they're looking like okay, it's no guarantee when we're going to get back. I know. Well, you know what might help? Yeah, re-signing Hassan Reddick, bringing back Jason Kelsey, trade for Jair Alexander. Yeah. And I got one more move. Go ahead and you can say it. Saquon Barkley. Yeah, man. So the odds makers have the Eagles as the second best odds to land Saquon Barkley at plus 400. Love it. 
listen, we are Osman. Um, behind uh, behind the only team he's played for, which is the Giants. So it has the Eagles as the second best odds, but it has them as the the favorites of teams that he hasn't played for. Like if he's mm-hmm. if he's gonna play on a new right. team, uh, he has the 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 Eagles ahead of the Cowboys, Titans, Bengals, and Raiders. Yeah, you know I said this early in the off season, and you know I know we hadn't gotten into a whole lot of off season free agency talking this and any other, but yeah. Saquon is definitely a guy I got on my list as I want to acquire this offseason. I'll see where the money is at for Saquon, but if you're talking about having a motivated running back, someone that's a dual threat coming out of the backfield in this new offense with Kellen Moore, yeah, Saquon is probably closer to an old Zeke. Not old Zeke, I mean the old Zeke. Prime Zeke. Uh, The prime Zeke. Saquon's probably close to that with a little bit more breakaway ability. So, if they can get Saquon on a one-year deal, like a one-year prove-it deal, because I don't know what he's running. Nobody's giving these running backs multi-year deals. Yeah, I just – I wonder if he'd – like, would he just stay in New York if it's a one-year deal? Well, if New York wants to give him a one-year deal. Because they have to pay the franchise tag, right? No. They don't have to? They, didn't, they don't have to. They don't they, have to pay they, Matter of fact, I think they agreed not to put the franchise tag I remember on that. Because yeah. I think it would have been, like, $20 million or something for a yeah. Yeah, they yeah, they weren't gonna do that. Nobody's giving a running back twenty million dollars. So the Saquon thing is interesting. Like I'd be I'd kinda be surprised if they got him for a one year deal. I'd probably give him I'd give him two, two or three. Like how, if, how old is he? He's what, twenty six? Twenty seven? And the good part about Saquon is that like he was almost ran to the ground up in New York because they didn't have like weapons around him. It was like Daniel Jones, Saquon, whatever. Like if he comes here, it's a lot like the Bijan argument. Where it was like it's like you don't you're not relying on Saquon. But you're getting a, a freak talent. Plus, oh, yeah. plus, I mean, Kellen Moore, I think, goes more under center more than, you know, uh, mm-hmm. obviously what we had last year. Well, yeah, he, he had Zeke. So, I mean, well, I say that to say he knows what it's like to have a running back and run with the quarterback under center, under center in, the, in the running back in a dot formation. Yeah, and he had a oh, good football <laughs> dot formation. Dot, yes. I, I think I know the I formation. That's only because yes. it matters. They don't use the eye anymore because we don't have fullbacks. <laughs> There's nothing. So it's essentially the same thing without the fullback. I just love I love the old Merrill. Like, uh, Backs of the, and eye. Backs of the eye. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't do that anymore. Not since John Ritchie played here. Yeah, I know. I know. And Leonard Weaver. Who could forget? I forgot about Leonard Weaver. Yeah. Please don't. He's great. Yeah. Um, no, but yeah. So, but, but, but Saquon. You know, if you add him in and you're, you have AJ and you have Devontae and you have Goddard, you have Hurts uh, and Saquon, it's just – it's such an upgrade. It's such an upgrade. Yeah. I mean, so, look, like, DeAndre Swift, I feel like, could have almost left some yards on the table last year. He was like 1,000 yards. Miles Sanders, who no one thought was very good, including myself, 1,300 yards. Like, imagine imagine Saquon. Yeah. It'd be ridiculous. I, listen, I'm all in for it. You wouldn't have to, you wouldn't have to draft one, which you're not very yep. good at anyway. Right. And they don't want to draft one anyway. Yeah, they don't want to draft a running back. So you may as well get one of these on the uh, one of the free agent running backs. Now they also uh, were one of the favorites to get Dalvin Cook, which hard pass. Used to be a big Dalvin Cook fan. Yeah, used to be. I mean, I saw the Jets using him. I believe in the I formation, or not the Jets, <laughs> the the Ravens. I thought using him in the I formation in the playoff game. You know, as a fullback, so not <laughs> not great. Could, couldn't see the field with the Jets. Now I know Brees Hall is a good player, so. I, I, I wouldn't expect Dalvin Cook to get many carries there, but still, right. uh, hard pass on Dalvin Cook. But I'm, I'm pretty in on Saquon. Saquon, okay. Give, give him a couple years, a little revenge spot. Allentown kid. Yeah. Listen, he doesn't have to go too far. And you get to play in the uh, division and, and show your old team that you still got a little something left. Yeah. 
little revenge spot. Yeah, it's a revenge spot. Uh, Dan is in Maryland. What's happening, Dan? Hey, guys. How you doing today? What up, Dan? Good. Hey, I'm going to start with my celebrity story. I think you'll love it. But real quick, Saquon is a Jerry Jones thing to do, honestly. Like, think about that. But anyway. so <laughs> I, um, We just went and got DeAndre Swift last year. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, but my friend loves Manute Bowl, like loves him, right? Like he, when we played high school ball, he would like, every time he would do anything, he'd be like, Manute! He loved Manute Bowl. <laughs> So we went to the Bulls playoff game, and he made a sign that said, we will neutralize you, and Scottie Pippen and Jordan were, like, laughing at us. But when we met him, like, we went to – I don't know if they still do it, but they had these little cards that you would get on a certain night, and then you would go, and they would all sit at the table, and then they would all sign the, the book of the cards that you had. You had a sheet of cards, and they would all sign their card. So, of course, the only guy that doesn't show up for that is Barkley, naturally. But – as we're going through the line, it's me and my, my boy, and then my other friend had a Knicks jacket on, and it was Rick Mahorn, Manute Bowl, and I don't know if you remember Kenny Payne, and, uh, and uh, Rick Mahorn elbows Manute Bowl, and they're, like, staring at my friend, so they sign our stuff. He goes, they're like, no. Him and Manute are like, no, no, we're not tired of that. <laughs> like, get out of here. <laughs> And they kicked him out of line, and they wouldn't sign. They wouldn't sign his uh, sheet. Wow, man, that's crazy. Well, what do you got on the Eagles? So um, I, I just always feel like if you follow the uh, timeline of everything, um, so they went and got Asante Samuel when things looked bleak. They went and got Darius Slay when things looked bleak. Nah, I just, in my heart, believe that they're going to go get Patrick Sertan. I just believe it. I think mm. it's going to happen. Mm. Um, now, there was rumors There was rumors that, you know, A.J. Brown for Sertan is on the table. W- would you do that? Um, I probably wouldn't. I don't think they're going to need to um, because I don't think Denver is in a spot where A.J. Brown changes their trajectory. So, <laughs> yeah, you don't I, think I just, so? I just – I don't know. Um, so I, I I firmly believe that AJ is going to be here, but I, I just in my heart and soul, I'll call you back after it happens. I think I'm I think they get Sertain too, Tan. I'm I'm with you. We don't need to I, give I up AJ. We, we got draft picks. We got draft picks. Third and a six. No, no, you're gonna start right. with a first. You're starting at twenty-two, Dan. Yeah. A, a third, a six. And... No, you're starting with a first-round pick, at least uh. one, if maybe two. Oh, okay. Appreciate that. The 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 rumor or not the rumor, the one uh trade that I saw out there was two firsts and a third for certain. Yeah, you're gonna start with at least one and I said possibly two. And listen, listen, twenty two, well uh, I, I guess I'd give up twenty two. I'd give up I'd give up two first. I now nah, I'd offer to give up the first and the second. Right. But if you're telling me a future first I'm going to be a good football team next year anyway, so it's going to be a late 20-something pick again next year. The Eagles may have the next 10 first-round picks and still not get a player as good as Patrick Sertain. Yeah, and if you're doing that, if you're doing that, I mean, you might as well. If it's not if it's not costing you anything, like Reddick, whatever, you might as well re-sign Reddick for a couple years and, and, and go all in again. I mean, you, two first-round picks for Sertain, that gives you a lockdown cornerback. You move Slay to the other side. You keep Reddick. I just wonder. I wonder where all the money goes this offseason. If they do, if they do extend Devontae and they mm-hmm. do extend Landon Dickerson, do they have the, the the coin to get it done? Well, I mean, that's a lot of money between those two. I don't know what type of money you got left in. Yeah, I mean, that's 
you're talking about two guys that are going to command the the, the the top of their positions. And, and Landon may cost more than Devontae. I mean, if you're Landon Dickerson and you're trying to get paid what the top guards are getting paid in the NFL, Landon has been in the league three years. Same draft, so Devontae's draft. Oh, he's been in the same draft? Okay. So, yeah, he's finished three years. He's been in the Pro Bowl two of those three years. Been shockingly healthy, too. Been healthy all three years. That was the big knock coming out. Yeah. Um, so, if you're him, you're looking at top guard money. Why wouldn't you be? Yeah. Probably starts at $25 million. Yeah. They probably both are, are starting at $25 Now, if you do it early, maybe you get them to, to, to bite on something that's a little closer pause to, to $20 million a year. You yeah. might. I mean, listen, they got Jalen to bite on a deal that was way below what some of those other guys got. It may look good on paper, but it wasn't the same deal that Lamar, Herbert, and Joe Burrow signed. No. I mean, the cap hits are, are – like Patrick Mahomes' cap hit next year is $50 million. Yes. Jalen's is thirteen. <laughs> like, it's, it's completely different. Yeah. Um, but that's that's paying a lot of players. If, yeah. If, if you go get Sertain and you, you want to do a Redick and you want to – have to re-sign Dickerson and, and Devon. Well, listen, if if you're going to pay all those guys, then Reddick would be far down on the list. You, he would just – they play would the force him to play his one year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Andy's in Denver. What's happening, Andy? Yo, what's up, fellas? How we doing? What's up, Andy? What up, Andy? Yo, uh, I'm a big fan of the NFL films, like, you know, the the, uh, the sound bites and all that that they put out. You guys you guys get up. into that. The mic'd up stuff, yeah. Yeah, the mic'd up. I love all that, right? Mm-hmm. So – I had I watched the Super Bowl one today because you know I wanted to see if they was gonna have Kelsey out of pocket going that big. It was pretty good to watch though. Yeah, you cut out. That no, I seen I seen a lot of the uh, a lot of the clips. A lot of a lot of what people were talking about is Mahomes' reaction to the 49ers deciding to take the ball versus kicking it. Yeah, I was I was surprised at some of the vets. Like, uh, what's the fullback? Uzcheck. Yeah, Uzcheck yeah. said he didn't know the. You know the rules. Like, come on, rules. man! Like, you in the damn Super Bowl? How you don't know the overtime rules? Because you know what I mean, let me because let me just explain this, man. Every player doesn't know every rule. They don't. I'm sorry. I, I know you guys want the players to be locked in and tuned in on everything, but they don't. It's the same way Donovan didn't know the overtime rules a couple years ago. I guarantee you there are plenty of players around the league that didn't fully understand the overtime rules for the playoffs. Now, I Sam's- get that, Ike, but that's, that's where the coach comes in. Yo, 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 this, this is what we got to do. We still get a chance. They score a touchdown. We still get the ball back. Like, the coaches and the coordinators and the position coaches need to be reiterating that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if it – I honestly think this thing has been blown out of proportion so so much. It's, 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 I, I don't know. It's ridiculous. I don't – I don't know what's different that happens. As long as the coach knows the rules, he decided to take the ball. Yeah, what, that's true. I'll so what what, what difference does it make if the other players don't know the rules or not? Like, it, it doesn't – like, had they scored a touchdown, the worst thing that would have happened is they would have celebrated as if the game was over with, then they would have quickly realized the game isn't over With By the way, you saw Juszczyk say that before. He said, oh, if we score a touchdown, the game isn't over with. So he knew right. he knew that that um, that Kansas City was going to get the ball again. No, I think he said he didn't know that. If you watch the sound, well, but he, he, but he, he I think no. Know. What I'm saying is that he realized at that moment that once he didn't know, he knew. 
I got you. But yeah. uh, but as far as as far as that um, that sweet with ice spice, that, that was a little bit entertaining. But Shaq and ice spice, that's a little weird. Like I don't know. Come on, Shaq. What How old is she? Twenty. 24? How old is Shaq? Is he dating Ice Spice? He's dating Ice Spice? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They got a little thing going. So I, 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 I don't know about that one, Ike. <laughs> Me either. I didn't, I didn't even know that. I like, so, the video yeah. of, uh, I like the video of Jason Kelsey shaking Ice Spice's hand. <laughs> Hold on. Shaq and Ice Spice? That, yeah, I, I didn't on. see that. Where'd you see that at? Hill was talking about it earlier on the Midday Show. Who was? Hill was. Oh, Hill yeah, was? Well, Sha- yeah, Shaq did put on, put on Instagram uh, that... Ice Spice is so damn fine. Oh God! Yeah, twenty. Yeah, yeah. That's not that's not a good look, uh, Shaq. Stop it. Yeah, come on, Shaq. It could be your damn daughter's age, man. It's, come uh, on. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But um, as far as the question you guys had going, like, <laughs> yes, Fritz, you can't you can't be uh, not a World Series or bust. Like, what are we talking about with this team? Like, they made it to a World Series, lost. They made it to the divisional round, lost. Like, come on, man. You you can't. The Braves aren't going to keep choking against the Phillies. I mean, you, we haven't had to face the Dodgers yet in the playoffs. I know. Of course, it's, you got the fourth highest payroll. Huh? Of course, this thing is, uh, is World Series or bust. Like, what are we talking about? We, we, we go into season as fans for a championship. We don't go into Eagles season yeah. saying, oh, man. If they make it to the playoffs, we're just going to tap them on the back and give them a, a participation trophy. Yeah, Come on, I, man. I hope they win the World Series. I'm just not expecting them to win the World Series. Well, you should expect them to win the World nah, Series. No, we can't do that. We we can't. We're getting a little about? ahead of ourselves. A little ahead of ourselves. Deep breaths. Oh, man. <laughs> what, what, what's your yeah. uh, celebrity running? Well, when you get down Florida, you got to do me a favor. Keep the Jesus slippers home, okay? I can't, <laughs> man. I got to let you the puppies purr. You know that, Andy. Come on, nobody wants to see that. I, like, that, I agree. I agree, but my feet get sweaty, and, and those those let them breathe, Andy. Here's my opinion. Like you can agree with it or not, but this is my opinion, and a lot of uh, like-minded people think the way I think. Like the the, the sandals and the flip-flop, open-toe stuff. That's for the women, man. If you want to wear some slides with your socks, that's cool. Nah, I'm not past the, the slide stage. Slides for, for high schoolers. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> all right. That's all I'm saying. Well, who's your celebrity run in? All right, here's my celebrity run in. Um, two years ago, my son, he's 13 now, going on 14, so he's got a little bit more different interests now. But he used to be really into sports cars, something we all do together. So we kind of went up north to this show in Edison. All kind of people there. We snuck backstage, got a chance to meet. Uh, Coach Vermeil, we met a lot of celebrities, Jim Kelly, Marcus Allen, but Franco Harris by far was the realest of them all, man. What a, what a great guy he was. Took time out, talked to my kids, yeah. talked about football. Like, he's a local guy, too. He's from RV. I'm from Willenboro, so, you know, that was all rivalry. You know what I mean? So he was kind of impressed with what I knew his RV history. So. Nice. What a great we, guy, we know man. we know your history on this show, Andy. You are a South Jersey <laughs> high school football legend. You know, legend. Oh, best, some of the best football in the country. I know some South Jersey. I was just gonna you say. You know, that. I mean, everybody wants to claim Florida, Texas, uh, California, Ohio, New Jersey represents too. Yeah. So right. remember that. Appreciate right? it. Appreciate Jersey it. Breaths. Have a good one, buddy. <laughs> Deep breaths. Deep breaths. Ohio, I'm slowly learning. Is not as you know. It's it's a it's a better sports state than I thought. Oh yeah, totally underrated. Yeah, it, it is. Crazy. Well, yeah, well, you're not old enough to remember how. Listen, I, I could get you the list of great players 
great athletes that are Ohio born. Starting with your favorite, Q Douglas. <laughs> no, LeBron. LeBron, yes. yes LeBron. Yes, Joe Burrow. Yes. Yes. It's good. I just, I just, I've started realizing. Like, in my Jack room. Nicholas. Jack Nicholas from Ohio, okay? Yes. Well, Arn Palmer's from PA. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah. Latrobe. <laughs> Latrobe. Yeah, Jack Nicholas. Um, who else? It's a bunch of people. Ike Reese. Ike Reese. Yeah, yeah, Hugh. Yeah, Hugh yeah. Douglas. Yeah, even though he likes to. Trent Cole, Jason Kelsey, Travis Kelsey. That's what I'm saying. Now we're starting because Connor. <laughs> wait, no, Connor Barwin's Michigan. Either way, either way. I've, I've, I, as I've been, you know, going through the the Ohio resume, mm-hmm. pretty strong resume. You got some good athletes. Simone Kyle Schwarber. Who? Simone Biles. Simone Biles. Simone Biles is from Ohio. That's what it says? Didn't know that. See where, where, where? What, what? Columbus. Columbus. I just said it. What's going on with Ohio? <laughs> Russell Wilson, Cincinnati. Yeah, well, but he grew up in North Carolina. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just like I... Steph Curry was Akron. Did you guys say that? Yep. Steph no, Curry? we didn't say Steph, oh, yeah, Curry. Steph Curry. Yeah, Steph Curry and LeBron was born in the same hospital. Really? Yeah. That's a pretty great hospital. I mean, it's, <laughs> if you're born in that hospital, I feel like you're put in a pretty good spot. I'm just saying, like, would you? I'm surprised that those all those guys people people came from Ohio. What is it about Ohio? I mean, it's a Midwest city, a Midwest state. You know, usually not the best. You know, usually not the best athletes. But no, it's great athletes that ben come Robinson, out of here. King Griffey Jr., great athletes that are Pete Rose, great athletes that have come out of Ohio, man, great. And I, I'm just those are uh, the like major sports. I didn't even get into boxing. Who's the Who's the biggest boxer from Ohio? Biggest boxer from Ohio? I don't know. Can't even name him. I thought you had. I, a, I thought you had. <laughs> I just know there's boxers from Ohio. Yeah, yeah that's, that's good. Yeah. We got the best one. We got Joe Frazier. Two one five. Yeah. Would I count as a celebrity running? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now you would. Yeah. What about Fran? I mean, Fran no. was top five. No, not at all. Not <laughs> Come at on. all. During Philly season, you're, you're getting there. You're getting there. You'll get sure, you there. We're yeah, get, we'll we got to get that top five up a little stronger. <laughs> We're building today. Listen, only one hour away from Francisco's <laughs> top five. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. Is it fair to put World Series expectations you on the Phillies? look up all my Ohio athletes. I, I know. It's, it's not, it wasn't really take a shot of Ohio. I guess yeah, I was it kind of was. Just surprised. You know I, mean? I mean, I could. I, you know, I always try to respect the Philadelphia-born athletes and entertainers and everything. Just of all states. Uh, you know, I'm just saying. We don't have as many from the one area like Philly has. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, you got Western PA. Marino, Marino, Montana, all those guys. Right, but you know, I, I, and, and by the way, you might as well call them Ohioans too. Like you, you oh. just just take them. I don't care. It's west of Western, West PA, PA yeah, 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 yeah. Anything <laughs> this side of State College and, and Harrisburg, that's what I count real Pennsylvania. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Give us your celebrity running for a chance to win a fifty dollar Hooters gift card. On the other side, in twenty twenty four. I think there's one team in the city that has a chance to bring home the title. And I don't think you think who it is. That didn't make any sense. (laughs) It's not who you think it is. Okay. Don't miss that next. End all your phone calls on the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. It's the best time of the year to upgrade your appliances at National Appliance Warehouse. It's a big box store where they take care of the customers. When they say big box, they mean really big. The showroom is six times the size of the average chain store devotes to appliances. From premium to budget, they'll always have what you're looking for. Browse over 100 brands with ease. There's always someone there, someone there to help as well. They even have a goal to answer every question in eight seconds. Or if you don't even know what to ask like myself, they'll help you with that too. But most important of all, the lowest prices. They always beat the chain stores and use Price Assure 
to confirm they always are. Using technology that scans the chain stores, Price Assure instantly updates electronic tags as needed. The President's Day mega sale starts now. Save on Samsung. How about an, uh, a four-piece kitchen suite with side-by-side refrigerator? Regularly $3,336 for an incredible $1,926 after rebate. Save even more because National Appliance Warehouse, Warehouse is located in tax-free Wilmington. 4 o'clock, Sports Radio 94, WIP. Jack Fritz and Ike Reese hanging out on this Thursday afternoon on the afternoon show here on WIP. Uh, Sirianni took the boys out to Geno Stakes today, Ike. Nah. <laughs> I mean, look at this. Look at this crew. We've got Fangio and Neusmeyer and Kellen Moore. Oh, okay. How's Nick look <laughs> looking at How's Nick? Yeah. Who is this behind him? Yeah, I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. Wearing all Kelly Green and whatnot. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Yeah. So this is the new crew, huh? The new the new squad. The new squad. Who's the little guy with the tats on? The tats on his arm. Who's that? Uh, that's one of the Geno's workers, I'm oh, okay. I'm assuming. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Kellen Moore's there, though. Yeah, yeah no, I see Kellen yeah, Moore, Nick, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nick, Nick looks happy to be there, man. Yeah, yeah, man, Nick took the boys out. Give him a little taste of Philly. Yeah, he needed yeah. He got over this, the Tampa I, loss. I, I, I can only imagine. Is that on Twitter or something? Yes. Yeah, I can only imagine the replies for him taking the guys to Geno's. Fraud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. Take it to a real spot. Right, right. Of all of all the places, yeah. Was he a tourist? <laughs> Sirianni doesn't understand the city. Why don't you go tell Sandro's? Get a real, real cheesesteak, man. Bro, yeah, he said he's back on the hot seat, man. I'm telling you right now, Sirianni better watch it, man. Geno's, <laughs> you know that's happening. Oh, you know that happened, man. Geno's. Yeah. That's why I said I didn't even look at the replies. I can only imagine what they are. Yeah, classic South people, Jersey. Yeah, people not 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 happy about that. Classic South Jersey. By the hey, way, man, well, listen, this is what we all do, man. I'm not saying we. has been here for three years. Okay, years. okay. It still took me a while to figure out you don't go to Geno's or Pets. The not first, there's anything wrong with it. The first few. Right. Why am I saying this over the air? <laughs> yeah, my bad, Good fellas. My bad, fellas. I'm just saying, when, when, when you come to town, you don't necessarily know, man. You just, I, I can still remember me and Trot, you know, Harold, by the way, I got to dime you out, uh, big bro, Harold Carmichael. That's where he took us. Oh, come on, Harold. And me, but, but part of it was like, okay, I want to go to the place on the, the Boys the Men video. Motown, Philly, they, they were uh, in front of Geno's, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of, that's the tourist place. That's what you do. It's a cool spot. It's a, it's a cool <laughs> spot. Now the garage is there. The garage is right, right there. So, but I will admit, I, I don't think I've been back to Geno's or Pants. No offense, fellas. Yeah. It's been a while. I don't think I, my dad took me there as a kid. I don't think I've been back. Yeah, and not because the food was bad, because I got shamed. Oh yeah, no, it's, it's, it's become thirsty <laughs> to think that they're cheesesteak. Where do you go? Gino's or Fats? Just relax. Mark Sanchez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. did it. Of course he did. Yeah, that was his 15 minutes. I tell you, the back of quarterbacks get spicy around here when they win. Man, Minshew going into the Sirianni's office. Jeff Garcia. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Philadelphia. The only good one was Foles, man. I mean, Foles is he down? He he, he did sort of downplay it. He's not assuming. Although he was making coffee for everybody behind the scenes. Well, listen. Everyone's got to get their coffee fix. It's it's okay. That's called being a good teammate, Ike. That's called yeah, being a good teammate. By the way, huge admission for me, Mike Schmidt, a great, yes. great Ohio uh, 
Dayton Flyer. Dayton Flyer. Dayton Flyer. <laughs> yes. So like, <laughs> I think I think the I think legitimately. I was watching the Sixers last night, mm-hmm. and by the way, I'm back in. Back in. I know they lost. I don't care. Um, what I've seen from Buddy Heald is like I. I was not a huge Buddy Heald fan mm-hmm. when they traded for him. I was like, ah, what are we doing? Like, just shoots all the time. Shoots. I have been so impressed with Buddy Heald, and it looks closer to the guy at Oklahoma because, like, when he got into the league, I feel like they just made him a spot-up shooter, mm-hmm. you know, and, like, ah, go shoot your threes, whatever. His game developed a little bit. His game is developing. And with Indiana, they had, they, they had Halliburton. Like, mm-hmm. they have guys out there that can handle the rock, and, you know, they kind of phased Buddy Heald out. Still put up a lot of threes. You know, we talked about he's the second most threes in basketball since um, since he got drafted. Since he got drafted, I've just been so impressed with what he's done off, like uh, handling the basketball as well. And I've started to really dream on what happens when Embiid gets back. Mm-hmm. Like he made Redick a much better player. Seth Curry turned into a really good player next to Embiid. But what Buddy can do from the shooting aspect and dribbling and, and taking the, the the ball to the hoop, yeah, like it just it, it has changed things and. I honestly believe I think the Sixers have the best chance of the teams in the city in 2024 to to bring home a title. And that's not to say there's some unbelievable juggernaut. It's actually more like I don't know if we have a title team in 2024 in the city. But I'm I'm buying back into the Sixers and I know that it's a lot of ifs that have to go right for this team if Embiid gets back. I think he's going to come back. I'm not sure Lowry would have signed here if he didn't think it, I know the Philly connections a real thing. I was going to say yeah, he would have. <laughs> Maybe he's had chances to come here in the past. I don't. I. I just I, want. I, I think this is a swan song for Cal Lowry. I, I think this is it, and and that's just me saying. I think he's at the end of his career, and it's a, it's a great opportunity to play for his home team. If this is it, he's a free agent at the end of the year. He's thirty eight years old. Where is Cal Lowry going? Not sure, but I at thirty eight, I would tell you he's, he's probably going to be retired after this year. I do think it, it, it. I think it does help that he that they're giving good information, hopefully to him about Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. So hopefully it means that Embiid's coming back, or else Larry might not have signed here. But I keep looking at the team, and mm-hmm. it's Maxi, Heald, Toby, Batum, Embiid, and yes, a lot of this hinges on Embiid. But we've talked about the second best player in a title team. And we we bring up Milwaukee. It was really Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday mm-hmm. as the second best player on that team. Mm-hmm. You look at, at at Denver. You know it was Jamal Murray, but it was also a collection of guys. And PJ, yep, like Michael Porter Jr. Maxi and Heald is better than just Maxi as as the second best player. And it's not as good as the Butler team, but I I go from that five to Lowry, Melton, Ubre, Coven, Reed coming off the bench. It's 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 deeper than they've been in years past. Covington obviously has to get back healthy. I look at the East, and they have to stay afloat. Dropping a game last night to the Heat that they, they really shouldn't have dropped hurts. But, like, two through six, I feel like are all interchangeable. And, yes, I know the Bucks have Giannis and they have Lillard. It's also Doc. Mm-hmm. It's also Doc. So the Celtics are the only ones that are, are, are really up there. And the Sixers had them on the brink last year. They had them on the brink. I feel good about the Sixers. I, I know they lost last night, but I, I'm buying into Buddy Ball. Yeah, I listen. I, I love seeing Buddy Hield out there doing what he's doing. He's gonna be here longer than a year. I just, I, I am not buying into it this year. Um, I think I'm gonna enjoy watching them down the stretch because I don't expect Joel Embiid to come back. I, I just don't. If he does, it will be more of a surprise to me than me placing these expectations that he's gonna come back and they're gonna do anything significant. But to your point, I can envision what you're visioning 
next year. And the, the interesting part about next year is, like, I mean, who, who, who rounds out the roster? Well, you're going to have a lot of cap space. Uh, that's why I think Buddy gets resigned. Tyrese Maxey takes up some of that money uh, with his max deal. But then let's see what we can do by trying to entice a Paul George to possibly come out here. You know, a Paul George, you may get Clay Thompson out here, you know, because you can offer him minutes. Clay and Buddy? Clay and Buddy. Sure. It's pretty I mean, dynamic shooting. Man, so, you know, uh, it would be interesting to see what Daryl Morey has an opportunity to do. I, if I were him, I'd be trying to figure out a way to trade Paul Reed, but that's just me. Um <laughs> <laughs> well, and the good part is they have, they have picks finally, so they have right. picks to where they can. If there's a guy available, some some star asks out, they have the, mm-hmm. the cap space and the draft pick to be able to go and get a trade done. Only issues is they don't have the they don't have a salary match, but you know, no, they wouldn't have. Yeah, now you're done with the salary matches because Toby's gone. Toby is gone. Yeah. He's gonna. He's survived. <laughs> he's a survivor, Toby. <laughs> I just I I look at him, and obviously a lot of this hinges on Embiid. Yeah. But I think he's going to play. say all of it. All, of course, of course. But, <laughs> yeah. I, but I think he's going to play again. I think he's going to play again. This year. I think he's going to play again this year. And the last, you know, the last five games. I hope you're right. The last week and a half, two weeks of the season, and they can ramp him up and, and get him ready to go. Here's the problem with that. Yes. These guys will figure out a way to play with each other, Pauls, throughout the rest <laughs> of the season and play well. Then you have to figure out how to reincorporate Joel Embiid into the offense. Yep. And how does that affect everyone else's role? Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely a part of it. That's why, like, hopefully I can get him back before the last, like, five games where it's all cupcakes, and you can slowly start to figure it out then. But Embiid's also just he's, – he's made guys work when he's out there healthy. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I think him and Heal will be pretty quick. Heal's going to be fine. They don't, get, they don't run into each other. I just mean – but that's 20 shots going to Joel Embiid. Yeah. So, somebody's not getting shots. Totally. When you're out there. So, you know, no, I think Buddy Hill's going to work great with Joel Embiid, just like uh, J.J. Reddick did. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I just haven't given up the towel. I haven't thrown in the towel on the Sixers yet. And hey, you hang in there. Thank you, buddy. I'm going to do my best. I'm going to do my best. <laughs> NBA Finals are bust for the for the Philadelphia 76ers. 215-592-9494. You got the Sixers Finals are bust, but we can't get the Phillies. They're not Finals are bust. Okay. I, did, I, didn't know, I didn't know where you were going with that. I think of the teams, I put them as the best chance to bring home a title this year. Not the Sixers? I, the Sixers. What is wrong with you? The Sixers have the best chance to bring home a title this year. L. We might not even win a playoff series, man. With Embiid, they're not losing a playoff series. Yeah. A lot of it Garbage. is on Embiid. I still believe that he's going to be back, and he's going to be good to go. And then when he's back, don't be surprised. Oh, oh, I will be surprised. You don't have to worry about that. Yoshi's in Brewery Town. What's happening, Yoshi? Fucking baby, Big Ike. What up, Yoshi? What's up, fellas? Hey, man, hey, Jack, you know what? The, the film's going to go a long way because what's the name of your expectations? Remember last year, Ike? Yeah. We got all down mm-hmm. in the dumps, and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. they said, we are the fighting field. Then I had to, I had I to save the season. He, like, he did the standing ovation, but I wonder did they know that he gave up on them? Did you feel some sort of well, in there <laughs> pain all being all so, on you? So here's how, here's how I answer that, Yosh. Here's how I answer that, Yosh. That was a bit. It was, it was a bit. I didn't really mean it. I knew I needed to do it in order to turn the season around. Yeah. I went pretty hard on you, what's I, name, Paul? I had what's to. Name? I had to, yeah. I, I believe I believe that you really was down in the dump. Oh, well, he definitely they were was down in the dump. six games under 500 and got swept out by the Mets, Yoshi. Hey, that boy was pouting errors. He was every day, wasn't he? Every day, man. 
felt sorry for little bro, man. Thank you. I felt so sorry for him. And then one thing, the thing is, we got a healthy bright starting out the season. I mean, yeah, the team they ain't do no big moves, but I, I think being as though they, they still got a lot of the, the, the people intact there. And then it was embarrassing the way they lost in what's name in the in the in, the, in uh, the NLCS last year. And then what's name Trey know he's gonna come out. He know that we love him now. So he should just start out what's name coming out strong out out the box. I, I feel good about the field. I ain't got no no number on how many wins, long as it's ninety plus. And and once we get there, yo man, them boys gonna rock and roll. Saquon Barkley, I take him all day too. I yeah, but are you giving him more than one? Uh, if it's more than a one-year deal, are you still doing it? I, I agree with you. I give him about two. I give him two. What's his name? And let him run a muck in the NFC. <laughs> let him catch all this thing out the backfield. I give him that. And Jack, I agree with you. Not that first and sixes. I don't know how to feel. I feel as though they like that girl you're ready to break up with, but she keep crying. And then you were like, well, maybe I'll tag it one more time. Oh, then God. you go like a week or two. Man. And then you remember, like, man, I, I'm really tired of this chick, man. But Buddy Hill is the reason why right now you keep looking at him. Because it's like you said, he got that college flow. I mean, Buddy hitting him with the hezzy, yep. the step back. I mean, he's he feeling himself right now. They gave him the green light. Like, it's like you said. He ain't got to just go in and, and spot up. What's thing like? But 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 he acting like that boy right now. Oh yeah. Averaging what? 20, 25, 26 Oh, he thinks it's Oklahoma all over again. <laughs> I take it, man, and 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 I believe that Buddy can play with uh, Dad going and be and still be what he is. Buddy has been has has taken has to has to take a back seat to to superstars. What's name since he's been in the league and to come in with and be and and if B keep playing. The way he's been playing, you know, he's more of like I know what I need to do and let everybody else do their thing. I, I think I think they'll be all right, but I don't know what to expect from them this, this year. And her name is Charlene Theron. 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 Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yoshi, who's I'm, your celebrity okay. running? I'm a fan, man. I got. I, I'm always bumping into somebody. Like I'm that guy that just went, hey, that goes such and such. But the one I'm gonna get, I was in this club called Glam back in the day. And I'm in there, and I'm, you know, having a good time. I'm sure. And then, you know, I'm dancing with this, I'm, I'm dancing with this chick, and then this dude said, "Excuse me, you know, I'm on my way to VIP," and he's like, "Excuse me," but he's on his way to VIP too. I turn around, I look at him, and I'm like, "Yo, you Wayne Brady." He said that would be me, and we just <laughs> chatted up, got up in VIP, chatted up for like three minutes. I give like three minutes. Three to, three to four minutes. I don't, I don't, I don't want nobody with things start feeling uncomfortable because I keep bothering them. So I talked to him for like three or four minutes, and boom. Real cool dude. I asked him could I buy his wife a drink. What's saying? He said, that's cool. What's saying? And um, that, that, that's my celebrity. Now, was, it, was his and smile I, as immaculate in person? <laughs> I, yo, he yo. was so nice. Dude was super nice. I can't even front on Wayne Brady. He was super nice. He was very inviting with, with his quick conversation and everything. And he, and he was just chill, real chill, real laid back dude. And he told me I smell nice. He, oh, that's he nice. smell real nice. <laughs> but I used to smoke weed back in the day. I didn't know if that was it. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> hey, hey, yo. When we get together, when we get together in Chicken Peaks, I got a real good AI story to tell you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's hey, a man. great run in. <laughs> Hey boy, hey boy, hey, hey, when I tell you, hey, crazy story, boy, crazy story. All right. Sorry, y'all, cats. I'll holler at you later, baby. All right, uh, there Yoshi. he goes. Yoshi and Brewery down. Did you ever watch uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway? Uh, I've seen it, yeah. 
Yeah, that's all, that, the main thing I know Wayne Brady from. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know Wayne Brady from a lot of things, man. <laughs> he was he was part of Dave Chappelle's skit. Um, he would do the Who the Hell is Wayne Brady or the Wayne Brady. He would do a Wayne Brady uh, skit. Dave Chappelle would do that with the Chappelle show. Yeah. He loved bringing on Wayne Brady. I feel like he hasn't really been in, you know, 15 years since we've heard Wayne him. Brady? Yeah, since he's, like, been in something. Oh, yeah. Like he's, he's never been a movie person, right? He's, I think he dominated, like, the late 90s, early 2000s. No, later than that. Yeah, you probably got to go 2000s. He was a TV show guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. He had the Wayne Brady show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Drew's in Westchester. What's happening, Drew? Hey, what's up? Hey, what's, know, Ike? And, what's up, Ike? What's and, up, Jack? In what's my up? in my circles, you know, Wayne Brady is looked at as being corny. So oh, okay. yeah, yeah, I didn't I didn't do a whole lot of Wayne Brady TV. Okay. Okay. What's up, Drew? Hey, what's up, guys? So uh talking Bills first. Uh look, the way I look at it is two years ago we made the World Series with guys like Veerling, like Sosa, mm-hmm. get his big at-bats. Like Noah Syndergaard is like the fourth starter. So, you know, look, we can be intimidated by like the Braves and the Dodgers, but when you look at our roster now, you know, top five rotation, top five lineup. I'm a little concerned about the bullpen, but I think they got a high ceiling. Like, I think we have to, you know, keep them accountable. I think it's like totally fair to have those expectations that if they reached it two years ago with that roster and we're so close to winning that they can do it now. Yeah, I guess my thing, and, and Drew, you're a good baseball guy. Like, are they are they great at one thing though? Like, I think we're we're putting a lot of stock in. Yeah, get in the playoffs and they'll they'll flip the switch again. Well, haven't they done that? They have. And my biggest fear is, can they keep doing that? Like, can they keep bank on the getting the Braves in the second round after the Braves don't play in the first round and and coming out on top, the Dodgers, like at some point, you know, that you would think that they could be able to man up and, and get <laughs> in this thing. There's, it feels like there's an arms race in the National League, and I just, it's disappointing for me that the Phillies kind of sat out of it. Yeah, well, first off, Jack, I appreciate the compliment. Uh, I think I'd answer that by saying I think they're a move away from being great at one thing. I think yeah. you can sign the pitcher. You can either have a great rotation or, you know, if Roas is struggling and there's a trade for a center fielder at the deadline, I think then you have a great lineup. So I think by October they can be excellent at one of those things for sure. Yeah, I agree, Drew. What, who's your celebrity running? All right, so this is a good one. I told Francisco I'm not even trying to win because I've won some other prizes, but I think, Jack, you'll appreciate this in particular. So five years ago I played in this fantasy baseball league and one guy was pretty, uh, like, I'll say, well-connected. So we're doing the draft in his Hamptons house. And, Jack, oh, you wow. can appreciate That'll this. That'll do this it. Is like, <laughs> so this is, 40, this is like 40-man rosters, oh. 20 like owners. So it takes forever. It's like That's 12 hours. That's the dream hours. right there, Drew. That's the dream right there. <laughs> so, so we're on hour 10, and all of a sudden there's hour a knock 10. at the door. And the place is a mess. There's, you know, like pizza boxes, like water bottles thrown all over. There's a knock at the door. And in walks J-Lo and A-Rod. And everybody is so, like, just shocked. Like, nobody says anything for, like, 10, 15 seconds. We just, like, have completely no idea what to do. Now, how'd you handle that, Drew? Um, so here's what, so here's what, so here's what's funny, Jack. Uh-oh. I was supposed to, I was supposed to, it was going to, going to be my turn to nominate a player. And at this point, there's like no players like left on the board. You're just searching for anyone who can like, who even has like swung a baseball bat before. So the guy I'm looking at 
is Greg Bird, who was one of the guys who oh, was yeah. supposed to take A-Rod's job. And all of a sudden, I'm like, I can't nominate him in front of A-Rod. So I'm trying to find another just random player to throw out there. Now, the thing ended up being paused for like 30 minutes, and then they ended up leaving. But, uh, yeah, man, that was it was wild just to have them walk through the living room, you know, 10 hours into a draft where you're just exhausted and a zombie of a person. Yeah, that's a big one, Drew. Appreciate the phone call, man. J-Lo and A-Rod. Speaking of A-Rod, yeah. tomorrow's uh, A-Rod Appreciation Day up on WFAN. How spite. Again. Wonder where they got that idea yeah. from. Well, that was his idea. It was his yeah, that, idea. At least that is his idea, yeah. And the Andy Reid Appreciation Day. Yeah, it's taking that They're up. doing an A-Rod Appreciation Day? They are. No, I think wow. only one. It's more on just the afternoon show. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't think anyone else is there to appreciate. it. I was gonna say, yeah. So what? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the feeling is for a Rod up there anymore. I know. Well, because back in the day, like I think I felt like he was hated just because he was. He was in, infringing on Jeter's. Turn. Yeah, and, and 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 everybody in New York knew he was better than Jeter. But they didn't. But want Jeter's to their guy. Yeah. 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 Um. So I guess like Gilio, Gilio, when he was, he used to do WFAN shows. Yeah. He's like, there's nothing better than just throwing out that a Rod was better than Jeter. On the, on I bet, yeah. Oh, I, that, that, that lit up the phone lines yeah, up there. The yeah, for lines. sure. He probably drove them. For nuts. sure, yeah. With the, yeah, that's probably there. That's how the old Donovan McNabb used to throw that name out there, and that that would light up the phone lines back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I would imagine, yeah, A Rod was uh because he was smugged, and, and he wasn't a true Yankee, right? They, and, and and Jeter didn't like him, and they felt like he choked. Except in the 09 World Series yep. where he was unbelievable. He did, but but the fact that Jeter didn't necessarily like him. Oh, who could forget Jeter running over and catching the ball from him at third base? Yeah. See, that's a, that's a nice little underrated feud right I there. Know. You I know, know, Shaq and Kobe gets the, the, the most notable teammate feud, but the Jeter A Rod thing is a nice little underrated feud there. That that they probably really disliked each other. Yeah, they probably still don't like each other. Don't, don't they work together now or no on Fox? Well, yeah, they do some Fox. They stuff. work for the same. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. And I don't think they're hanging out. I think. <laughs> yes. I think they tolerate each other. Right. Yeah. I don't think. But I don't think that's real buddy buddy. Well, and Jeter came to A Rod set. I know. Yeah, that was that was A Rod set. I know. I know. How about that? Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four is how you get in on the other side. Nick's, Nick was texting with who during the Super Bowl, and specifically the Niners' clock screw up. Who is it? <laughs> don't miss that. Coming up next, could it mean something? I don't know. We'll get to that coming up next on the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hey, get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. Now, that's 150 bucks if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets. How about live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more? I really like the FanDuel app. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Ike and shoot your shot. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94WIP. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Welcome back. It is the afternoon show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Jack Fritz alongside Ike Reese on this Thursday afternoon. We'll go back to your phone calls here in one second and play some interesting audio uh, about a player that was texting Nick during the Super Bowl. But uh, this news just came out, Ike. The Bears have released Eddie Jackson, who Vic Fangio coached. He coached for a couple years. So here's great name. 
great name. Uh, <laughs> you really tell me he's terrible. Well, I'm not, I, I didn't watch every Eddie Jackson's snap, uh, but Eddie Jackson, he's just all pro safety. He wasn't all pro. Mm-hmm. Um, played last year at thirty. Um, has only played twelve games. He played twelve games last year, twelve games the year before, fourteen before that. So he's not played full seasons, and uh, only had one pick last year in those in those twelve games. Now before that, the year before that, he has four. So yeah, maybe he's not completely done, but. Um, I, I can't get a read on what the Bears are doing. I mean, they they released the guard and they're starting safety, but it feels it, like is that a is that a we're gonna take Caleb Williams and trade Justin Fields kind of move? Because I, you would think that if Justin Fields is coming back, you want to have as much talent as you can because it's it's almost like win now. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know what the hell the Bears are doing. Does anything ever the Bears are doing makes any sense? Like, you hired Matt Everflus. Like, th- did that make any sense? No, it did not. Yeah, so I, I don't know what the hell the Bears are doing. Um, I don't know if Eddie Jackson can still play or not, but I know I would be willing to bring him in to find out. Yeah, I guess I'm just burned from the uh, <laughs> former All-Pro safety. That yeah. <laughs> oh, he's talking about Jerry's Bird? No, I'm talking about Bayard. Why did I say Jerry's Bird? Because, <laughs> I don't know, because they're close. Who the hell is Jerry's Bird? Jerry's Bird's we took uh, Malcolm. He's Malcolm's class. Right. With yeah. the, the guys we were – that's who I wanted from Buffalo yeah, back yeah. in the day, Jerry's Bird. Okay. And he went down to Buffalo. Or went down to New Orleans. <laughs> I tell you, running into those wedges for nine years, man. <laughs> Jerry's – it was Jerry's Bird, uh, T.J. Ward. T.J. Ward, yeah. He was second on my list. Yeah, Malcolm. Malcolm's everyone's third, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> third to be one of the best man, signings. best signings ever, yeah. Um – I would still bring him in. You didn't have to give him any real money or anything like that. But, hell, we brought in the dude from New Orleans last year, and he was terrible. Oh, Justin Evans? Yeah. Such a bad sign. <laughs> yeah, he I didn't say healthy at all. I don't even know what number he was. No, I, I don't know. even 30. know. I don't ever remember him playing. I think he was 30. I think Justin Evans. I don't ever remember him making a play. Well, he was a starting safety week one. He was? Yeah. Yeah, see, I didn't know that. <laughs> It didn't make any sense then either. Was, yeah. What do you mean Justin Evans is the starter at safety? Yeah. And that lasted one week, huh? I think he got hurt. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's all he does is like, get yeah, hurt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, it, Big Fangio knows him. And, and sort of when you hire coaches like this, you almost have to expect they want to bring in some guys who are familiar with their defense. It makes the, the learning curve a lot easier if there are at least some players that are familiar with the defensive schemes that he's trying to run so that they can help the other players get accustomed to it or adjusted to it. so And that's why you, you hear about the, uh, the the linebacker out of Miami may be somebody the Eagles are looking Van at Ginkle. as well. Yeah, Van Ginkle. Yeah. Because if that's who Fangio wants, then I wouldn't be surprised if Howie says, okay, <laughs> we can go get him. We'll, we're not going to give him $20 million a year, but yeah. – we're, yeah, we'll look at bringing him in. How he, how he gives a long sigh. He's like, oh, all right. <laughs> I guess we'll take a linebacker. Yeah. Well, I, how he probably wants to pay one a reasonable price versus Drafting wasting one. the draft pick on one. But, again, it's not a waste. We're taking Well, I mean, when I, when I say waste, I mean I we don't usually draft good ones unless we're taking Trotter. Well. Yes. Trotter's drafted in what, 99? Ax- Axeman Jr., I mean. No, I know. But, but, but the original. No, with me at 98. So he's 98. Yeah. He was our third-round pick. It was the last time they had two good linebackers they drafted. They drafted Trot, and then they drafted me. Listen, it's the 20th. Fifth round. I'm just saying. And maybe there is another draft where they took better linebackers. I just don't remember them. Well, they had the Gokong draft. They had Gokong. Okay, and I'm still waiting. St- was Stuart Bradley and Gokong the same draft? I think so. 
<laughs> That's not better. Was Matt McCoy? I mean, Matt- no, that wasn't the joke. But that was a, he was a second round pick. Matt think, McCoy's a second round pick. Yeah, wow. I think I think the year I left, I think he was a second round pick in 05. Yeah, I mean the, the best linebacker they probably drafted since then is that Kendricks in 13. Oh no, Hicks. Sorry. Well, yeah, Hicks and Kendricks were pretty good. Hicks yeah. and Kendricks were pretty good. Yeah. Man, I like early Michael Kendricks. I was a huge fan of. Oh yeah. And then you know. Yeah, he lost his way. He lost his way. But I was <laughs> prime Michael Kendricks was a huge fan of. But either way, I was trying to find a nice symmetry, like 20, 25th anniversary of the Trotter draft to bring in Trotter Jr. I think it's only 24 years. Oh. So it's not as, it's not as beautiful. <laughs> but, hey, that's Kobe's as... number, so let's, let's do another Did Kobe thing. you know thing. that's the year of Kobe? <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, so I thought this was interesting. Uh, Jason Kelsey mm. on, his, on his podcast. It's a, it's a relatively well-known podcast. Yeah. More breaking news from the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he revealed he was texting with uh, Nick Sirianni during the game. Well, here's Jason Kelsey. Freaking crazy. Really was. I was texting Nick in the before that even happened because we go over the same situation in playoff football. My guy, Mike Frazier. In the uh, in the game, and it's just you know, phrase man. They gotta they gotta get a phrase over there in uh, in San Fran. Yeah, oh. we got a, we got the same in Philly. John Ferrari, shout out to Ferrari. Uh, okay, he used to Ferrari. work in the league office with officiating and whatnot. So he's always going over the rule changes, different situational things, just like that. Kelsey texting Nick during the game. Mm-hmm. Still might have the itch. Still <laughs> might have the itch. Not retired yet. Not retired yet. Not yet. He's going to announce it here in a few weeks. I know. Not yet. He's got to do it on the pod, right? Of course. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, back in the day, I know it's only two years, but we had a nice Instagram where he mentioned WIP. Yeah. No, he's going pod. That, that podcast is everything. I got to be honest with you. I don't know if he's going to retire. I think he's leaning more towards retiring. I'm just wondering why would he retire? He hasn't given enough of an indication during his time of being asked about this since the season ended. And he's had several people talk to him about it or what have you. He never talks about my body doesn't feel, you know, can I stay healthy? You know, I'm missing a lot of time with my kids. You know, he's not using those things as excuses. He pretty much said on, I think it was Shaq's podcast, where he said when Shaq asked him, something to the effect of why would like what would make you yeah if you're back next year why would you be back next year or something to that effect and he said i'll be playing next year if i choose to play yeah so it it, it, that's clearly says to me that he doesn't have a bunch of outside forces from him from a personal standpoint be it health wise or family based wise that's pulling at him right now yeah i think the one thing he said a couple times is just the grind of it Mm-hmm. You know, does, does he want to go through that again? Um, but, I mean, that's pretty much been it. It's not like he he said that he he's just, he literally said, I can still play. And if I want to play, I'll still play. I think the only thing is, like, the grind. But even that. Yeah, what uh, grind? Putting on pads? Yeah, I guess all the training camp. And, like, what training camp? I, like, what are you talking I, about? I knew I was talking to the wrong guy. Yeah, what? what I'm like, grind? What grind? You know. This guy's practice 50 minutes a day. Well, but maybe Sirianni's up in it next year. <laughs> yeah, I. That's the one thing. No offense to Jason, but this is just for anybody who's playing. I'm not. I'm not hearing the whole grind stuff. I'm not hearing that. Like these guys barely practice. They don't tackle. There's no live drills. Are you kidding me? These are glorified seven on seven walkthroughs. Also, I mean, like during the week, do they really practice? Of course, they don't practice. That's what I'm talking about. Like what grind? Oh, he's going to get a veteran day off. Nick gives the vets a day off every week. 
How many injury reports did you see where Kelsey's not practicing or Fletcher's not practicing? Also, Kelsey could be like, hey, I'm good. I don't need to practice today. Of course. Of course. He just needs to be ready on on Sunday. I'm telling you, if the Eagles wanted Jason Kelsey back, I think Jason Kelsey would be back. Yeah. I wonder if behind the scenes he wants to get a feel for if the Eagles want Jason Kelsey back. This isn't, I don't, this isn't me reporting. This is just me speculating and guessing going through this process. Going through this process of, of what could he, what could make him want to come back? Right? You, got, you, you love being around the guys. Obviously, it's a good, it's a good living. You know, everybody's talking about podcast and broadcast and this and that and the other and being with Fox and ESPN. I don't know. Is he walking into a, a Fox job or ESPN job that pays him ten million dollars a year? I mean, I don't know. Most of these guys aren't. And and, and uh, I mean, I can only exper- talk from my experience. Like, there's nothing like being with the with the guys. Exactly. And like, and when you hang them up, you pretty much hang them up. Like, I quit after my sophomore year, but I had I had I I'm, I miss being out there and going through the wars with my teammates. Like, you can't replicate that on on Mm-mm. TV and, and yeah. whatnot. And, and it's and it's not just hanging with the guys. It's not just I know Howard brought up where if he wants to go down there and hang around the guys. That's not the same. That's not what it is. No. No, it's putting on that uniform on game day, the smell of that grass, the fact that both – and not from the parking lot, I mean the actual grass inside the stadium. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, the smell of grass, getting out there, getting in your stance, you know, and and you see that opposite color jersey over there, that that other helmet over there, and you're saying your juices are still going – to compete. You, you still got to get those juices to compete. And once you're done with that, that's over. I think that's what he's – I feel like that might be what he's waiting for. Yeah, once, yeah once, you're, once you're done with that, like, you're not getting that back. You can play as much golf as you want to. You can do as many podcasts as you want to, all that stuff. It's not the same as lining up with the fellas. And going to war. I mean, and, 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 and football, the preparation for it is so much better on your body in today's game, in all seriousness. It's the betterment for the game. Mm-hmm. It's to um, prolong your football careers. So you do have more guys playing double-digit years. That's what they've done. So that's a great thing. Yep. Now, you, you tell Jason you're going to give him $10 million, even if he plays for $10 million. Say he doesn't want to play, he, he helps you out. He's not playing for the $14 million he played for last year. He plays for $10 million. Can you pay him $10 million? The Eagles? Yeah. They should? Yeah. Uh, could Is there any chance you think that he could be waiting to see roster makeup? Like like what they decide to do here? No, nah, because I think he would have to let them know sooner than that. Yeah. Because March 13th is the day of, of NFL free agency. Obviously, tampering must start the 11th. Mm-hmm. Next couple of weeks suggest like late February. Um, and, I mean, I guess – and they can't even trade us on Reddick during. The I, I don't think he would play for anybody else. I, I think it would be Eagles or nobody. Yeah, I think so too. We had fun with the <laughs> Chiefs thing, but I, I just don't think <laughs> I don't think Kylie would go for that. So yeah, I, 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 yes. <laughs> we can we can live with Travis for a year. I just want to I want to know what they do with Creed Humphrey, <laughs> yeah, the twenty four year old setter they have. But he had bad snaps in the Super Bowl, so maybe he's falling off. Yeah. Collins and Limerick, what's happening, Collins? Hey, all right. So, Hassan Reddick, like, I think I think you pretty much said it perfectly. 
if if his agent's looking for twenty five thousand a year, he's getting twenty five million now. Twenty five thousand is a good discount. Yeah, twelve discount. million. <laughs> 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 I wish. Um, I, twenty seems to be a nice compromise, and I would do. I like three years, but I would do because three years is really a two because you need know right. that last year something. So, so I would like him here for three years, so it would really be like a four-year, knowing that that fourth year, it's probably going to be like, all right, we'll see you at alumni night, buddy. Um, yep. So I, I, I think you did that pretty perfectly. And the, uh, for the Phillies, I don't – getting to the World Series and winning or winning it is so difficult. So I can see – the hesitancy with ex- expectations on that. However, even though they did not make a whole lot of moves this year, I mean, their roster is is still pretty darn good, especially yeah. if our boy if our boy Turner plays like the latter half as opposed to the front half of last year. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, yep. of course. Yeah. Yep. They need their stars to be their stars, I- yes. All right, you guys wanted me to call back to tell you guys about my Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah, how you had to cook the prime rib, and what was the other thing you were cooking? Yeah. <laughs> All right, relax. <laughs> you knocked it out of the park. You knocked it out of the park? Yeah, so. Yeah, the, so how'd you uh, do with cooking rib, the steak? So the prime rib steak, for my taste, it was a little overdone. For her taste, which is what really matters, she says it was perfect. Wow. Now, the Brussels sprout, she loved. And the cra- the crab legs, I mean, they're I got king crab legs. They're they're pretty darn easy. You throw them in a, uh, at salt water and boil them. Um, I could have done a little bit better with the timing with everything yeah. being done at the same time. But she she cried, guys. Oh, she wow. was, uh, oh put, there you go. At the table had candles there, man. Um, and she really does deserve it. She is an incredible an incredible mom. I'll tell you what, I couldn't ask. I'm the bonus dad to two boys, and then we have uh, a little princess by ourselves. And I couldn't, I couldn't ask for a better woman to, to, to be a parent with. Um, and awesome. so she went into a food coma afterwards. Um, so we weren't able uh, to, to do anything romantically. Right. But I'll tell you what, guys, <laughs> she drained me this morning, man. Um, she was. So your boy knocked it out of the park. That's the second time you said that. She did what this morning? I don't know if you should ask that. She she drained me this morning. That's what I thought you said. That's what I thought you said. <laughs> Who's your celebrity? Have a good one, guys. All right, yeah, there you yeah, go. Get him out Scholar of here. And she drained him this morning. That's good. <laughs> Swallow it, you know, and eat it. Oh God. That's 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 about right. That's about right. Twitter question brought to you by Mark's Jewelers. Looking for wedding bands or bridal party gifts? Shop Marks Jewelers' extensive collection for the perfect gift online. Marks-Jewelers.com. Uh, the Eagles signed a linebacker, Ike, and they gave him two and a half million dollars. Okay. Yeah, get excited. <laughs> Julian Aquara? Uh, I don't know. Julian Aquara. Either way, I mean, two and a half million dollars is more than like they gave Cunningham or Jack or any of the guys from last year. So they must think he can play a little bit. Maybe. I mean, I don't know what he yeah, – I, I don't know. It's $2.5 million. Um, yeah, what does that mean? I just feel like – I think that like last year when they're going on the linebacker market – They might have overpaid him. Can he play? I don't know. If he, I, don't I mean, know. if he could play, he'd be worth more than that. I, I know. I know. I just <laughs> – it's a little weird. I feel like $2.5 million, like, they, they usually don't just throw that around for linebackers. 
kind of going to last. Well, I mean, you got to look. The, the vet minimum is a million, so it's not like they, they're paying him anything significant. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's two and a half million dollars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're they're going to be okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if that means they want him to be a starter. Is he a role player? Is he a good special teams guy? I think it's on the Lions, or is a Raider yeah. Lions? I, I think it was the Lions. Um, I know you don't expect him to be our starting outside linebacker. Well, who knows? We, we, we not had, for two and a half million dollars. We he, had Cunningham and Miles Moreau, and they tried mm-hmm. Miles Jacks. So. Well, I think this kid is more of a rusher, isn't he? I don't know. I think he fits more in the mode of uh, the outside rusher. Is he a stack backer? I don't know. We'll have to look it up. Uh, JB's in Chestnut Hill. What's happening, JB? <laughs> yeah, what's up, guys? Great show, as usual. <laughs> You're a stack linebacker. I don't even know what right, that means. Yeah, right, okay. My bad. Um, <laughs> what's up, man? I, th- I thought the Jason Kelsey day was yesterday. It's like Groundhog Day. You guys are back talking about It's every about. day. We're going to talk about Jason Kelsey every day until he I makes know. a decision. He's coming back. I mean, I told you yesterday. He, this, is, this is about him getting another bag of money, and I don't blame him. He deserves it. He's got a lot left in the tank. Top three center in the league. You check all the – there's no negatives. He hasn't complained once about his body. And like you said, like, not, it's not about like you want to see his family and kids. Or he's not complaining about not seeing them, et cetera. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Um, I think he resigns. They do a deal. Um, some of the guys you guys are talking about trying to get in in the secondary, like Jair Alexander, I don't think that's even possible. He's making like – I think he makes over 20-some million a year for the next three years. Well, the only reason we bring it up because at the end of the year he posted a goodbye. I don't, I don't know if that's. I mean, I gotta check and see if that's right. He, he's the he, one who tweeted out that he was, uh, he, he was, yeah. he was leaving he, Green Bay. I, if he's, like, if he's making twenty something a year, I don't know why he wants to leave. Maybe, maybe he knows something that they're gonna try to move on from him. Maybe he was just spilling the tea early. But according to over the cap, I think he. I yeah, he's got, on. he's got twenty million in the next three years. Yeah, yeah. That's a weird one. I don't know. He's the one that said goodbye, so that's all right. we're going off of. Well, that's his cap hit. No, and then if you look at his dead money on that, you can see like what he's get. If you read his contract in there, it says he's what he's what he's paid through. Then you get into the zero years, which is three years from now. All right. Well, either way, he's gonna he's gonna be an eagle, so don't worry about it. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah right. Um, yeah, I think I think that's crazy. I think I think there's also. You guys are talking about maybe like look into some other players in the NFL that are available for edge rusher if we don't resign Hassan, which I think they should. Um, what about the other Josh Allen? I would love it. Yeah. The other, yeah, and he's cheap. I think he just came off of like a ten million dollar well, year. He's cheap for right now. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a free agent. Yeah, he's not going to be cheap right. this, this offseason. He's going to get decent money. Um, the dude from Carolina, what was his name? Brian Burns. He's another one. He's like a yeah. big. He's a tackler as well as an edge guy. Like he actually throws. You know, he puts his face in there, which I'm I'm a big fan of. Oh yeah, you're, you're, you you are a uh, gritty guy. Yeah, you, yeah. physical. Oh, yeah, right. I, and um, now that you're all big time, I guess you're not going to be able to golf anymore. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, listen, I might we might have to take you to school again. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> you, you played well. Your boy was cheating, just for the record. Oh yeah, no, he's now. a he's a massive cheater. He, uh, uh, he, who was this? He, now, so me and JB and Chestnut Hill uh, played golf together uh, yeah. like two summers ago. And, yeah, yeah my friend is a, a, a notorious golf cheater. Oh, uh, he is a cheating. He, every, <laughs> my buddy and I were playing. I was like, I hope they're not playing for money because he is making up. Whatever that dude, he makes up math better than like, He must be a bad accountant somewhere. Yeah. He was like, oh, that's, that's a birdie, right? And I was like, Jack, he's lying right to you. I know. But that's the guy. You got to let him slide a little bit. Sure. And he's a member, so you let him go, right? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> 
I got a free round that day. Well, listen, cheating only matters if you're actually gambling. That's what which, I was worried about. Weren't. Yeah, yeah. If you're not, right, if you're right. not actually gambling, who cares? He can write down any score he wants to. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't make him a better right. golfer. He's got to live with that, JP. Yes, exactly. That's right. It's a gentleman's so game. Tell him to lie to his wife and God, not to you. Right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, as far as like a celebrity interaction, I had like a two for years and years ago. Um, I got put on a security detail with Kathy Bates and Bruce Willis of all people. They were the people I, I had to take care of one night. And it was around the 4th of July. They were in for some celebration. And at the end of the night, Kathy Bates was like, well, now that you're done, why don't you and your the guy, the other guy working with us, why don't you guys have a glass of whiskey with us? Mm. And Bruce Willis, without hesitation, was probably one of the funniest moments I ever had. He said, he looked up and he said, I'm pretty sure these two guys sold misery, Kathy. They're not sitting down here and drinking <laughs> with us. Which was pretty awesome. It was, it was quite that would have been my thought, too, though, honestly. Yep. Sure was. <laughs> Jack, tell Thank me you've guys. seen misery. He's, never heard He's of never it. seen misery. Yeah, it's a big old swing and a mess. Appreciate it, though. Kathy Bates and uh, and Bruce James Caan, great movie. Misery, yes. Uh, I remember, I saw Sixth Sense when I was like, I don't know, ten. Yeah, Sixth Sense, super is, young. Going, yep. I swear to God, you I, can only watch it once. I had nightmares for a year. Oh, really? Yeah, like and you, a young kid seeing a hole through another young kid didn't exactly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that was me with The Shining. Well, what age did you see The Shining? Like fourteen. Uh yeah yeah I get yeah, yeah. It's an appropriate age I didn't see it till college yeah Six Sense was good Six Sense was good I just yeah. you know I don't do well with scary movies yeah well M Night you know he once you once you have realized the magic he's doing in the movie it it's hard to watch it again well I might have to go back and rewatch it then well, Signs is the classic I've seen Signs Signs many is a good one yeah, yeah. Signs. I just know with 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 uh, Sixth Sense. Once you realize that it was all, he was dead already. Oh right, right, right. You know what I'm saying. It takes the now, yeah, out. yeah. Now once you go through the movie again, you already know the it's, ending. It's kind of like Shutter Island. Did you see Shutter Island? Didn't see Shutter Island. I know what you're talking about though. Yeah, yes. like it, once you see it, it was really good like one time through. Right. But then the the shock at the end is. Kind of worn off. Yeah. <laughs> 215 is how you get in. On the other side, we will get to a top five of five with Francisco. Oh, boy. What, <laughs> what does he have for us today? Can't wait to find out. Also, your last hour to get in, your celebrity run-ins for a $50 Hooters gift card. All of that, all that is coming up on the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Recently, I had an incredible experience visiting National Appliance Warehouse in Tax-Free Wilmington. It's a big box store where they take care of the customers. When they say big box, they mean really big. The showroom is six times the size the average chain store devotes to appliances. From premium to budget, they always have what you're looking for. Browse over 100 brands with ease. And also, there's always someone there to help, which is great. They even have a goal to answer every question in eight seconds. Or if you're like me and have no idea what to ask, they'll help with that too. But most important of all, they have the lowest prices. They always beat the chain stores and use Price Assure to confirm it. Using technology that scans the chain stores, Price Assure instantly updates electronic tags as needed. It's the President's Day mega sale. Up- upgrade your laundry with a matching Samsung washer with vibration reduction technology and dryer with sensor dry, regularly $1,798 for only $1,396 after rebate. Go to nationalappliancewarehouse.com or visit their showroom today.
Well, I think people in their cars are awake now. Holy cow. <laughs> Someone's ready to get after the top five. Ike, uh, it's really our last chance to, to gamble tonight because the NBA's off. Who's last chance to gamble? Well, I mean, it's not last chance. It's just there's not much to, to, to take. Oh, we got the we got the uh, skills competition. Oh come on! We got the dunk on, contest. Stop. We got the three point shooting contest. I'm so max. I'm so mad. Max, he's not playing in the three point contest. I don't care. I thought this. he was in. No, he, he's he's out of that. He's into the skills competition. So, but wasn't he in? He the... was originally in the three point. Okay, I, I thought so. Yeah. I don't know what happened, but he ended up in the skills competition. They asked him to, to step out for somebody. Well, I just the well, Steph because Steph is in now. right? Steph's in it. I don't know if Steph was originally in. Well, I think there's a big matchup between him and the uh, the really good shooter uh, in the WNBA. I I uh, Suka. <laughs> I think that's her name. Her last name. I'm not sure. Yeah. But I would have like I don't care about the skills competition. Nobody does. Not at all. No. So, um, yeah. No. But I will bet on a three point competition for sure. Don't worry. We, again, we'll find means to do it. It's just our last chance to take really the over in the uh, NBA All Star game. NBA All Star. It used game. to be my favorite bet of all time. Well, I'm trying to – but now they can't get to 200. At one well, point, they had a chance to get there. Well, because they played a, they played a certain points. Yeah. Which is like, why, why does everything have to be so complicated with all-star games anymore? Yeah. Like a home run derby, just have them get 10 outs. And, yeah. And that's when you get the Josh Hamilton hitting like 50 home runs and a Brayu. Yeah. Now Griffey, they got, Griffey won three of them. Griffey. And, and now they're like timed and – like just let them go hit home runs. Yeah, and then all star, all star again, the dunk contest. They got to do all these special. No, just do away with that completely. <laughs> wow. Yeah, just go ahead and do away with that. Then when guys hit up the tens. Yeah. That's 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 voting. Yeah. Now it's like it's all it's all. Oh, it's a different type of voting. I think than it's that? all it's all different now. Now it's like the amount of points you can accumulate for the dunks rather than oh, just like wow. one round. See, I I didn't even see our guy win it last year. No one would ever watch that. <laughs> What's his name? Mac McClung. Mac McClung. It's the biggest title the Sixers have gotten <laughs> since the start yeah, of the I, process. Yeah, I didn't even see it last year. No, it was, it was awful. But, but yeah, and I won't see it this year either. Well, get, I'm sure that I'm sure the NBA players. <laughs> they, like, I won't see it this year either. They can't wait to get to Indianapolis. <laughs> oh man, Nap Town. Man, they're gonna what's the, what's the steakhouse? St. Elmo's. St. Elmo's. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, I, mean, I know it's a, yeah. it's a combine it's a staple. <laughs> everyone, everyone goes there. So yeah, NBA All Star Weekend. No Max in the three point contest, which stinks. Um, but regardless, <laughs> last chance to bet on the NBA tonight. Uh, you know, pull one out. Pull one out for us. All right. Uh, with <laughs> People are waiting <laughs> by their radios. They cannot wait to see what Francisco Rojas has in today's top Boy, five. Here. Here. We can't wait to hear. See? Did I say see? Yes. All right. <laughs> can't wait to hear what Francisco Rojas has for today's top five. Here it is. Each the five. Number five out. At five. Five. With Cookie Rojas. Oh, five. Beautiful five. All right, so are we ready to uh, retire dancing on my own? Yes. Since yes. It's new Philly season. Um, are we sure we want to retire dancing on our own? Yes. Yeah, I'm ready. So I've thought about it a lot. Oh, God. And here's my counter, is that I know if we're in the stands next year and they, they win a big playoff series, and that song comes on. I'm going to be singing to the top of my lungs. Well, at the top of your lungs? Yeah, oh, my God, every time. Every time. I can't help it. Yeah, but It's after, a great sing-along song. Right, but with Stubbs, you know, being the kind of the leader of it, it's just. It might just be the song. I still this, love Stubbs. 
I just think it's time to pick a new song. That's all, right. all I'm saying. Well, 70% of morning show voters agree with you. So it seems like people are ready for a new song. Yes. So what I have for you today yes. is my top five songs that I think should replace ah. Dancing on My Own. Okay. Let's see so, what you got, kid. I'm intrigued. And I, have, I obviously have the, uh, the instrumentals here. We have well, thank to. God you have that. Have yes. I yes. Can't, can't just say the names of songs and right. not, not play them. Right. So coming in at number five, this is a classic, I think, Little John's from the South, right? Yes. So I... I expect you to know these things. Yes. Him, yeah. him, I, was him, I don't expect him to know, but you, you've already earned my respect. I, I think you know a little bit about music. A little bit. Yeah. Um, so I went with Get Low, Lil John. Get low. Oh. Get low, get low, get low. Stubbs get and low, the boys. Get low, get low. Get low in the wall. Listen. <laughs> I think they actually do play that sometimes after the games. Yeah you, might, in the clubhouse. yeah, you might want to run past the rest of that right there and get that off there. Get it out. Get it out. <laughs> yeah, get us out Problem. of here, but, uh, It's clean. Oh, it is a clean, clean version? version. Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Sometimes we can't even we, trust the clean I version. Know. Yeah. I know. Uh, get Low would be a great choice. For, is that Now, this is for the victory song? Yeah. Yeah, it's all victory. Now, we're, we're not doing this when we lose. No, no, not when we lose. I'm just saying I didn't know if this was like, this is the. It's not playing over the stadium. I know that. Right. Because, listen, Dancing on Rome was played ahead of High Hopes. Man. And High Hopes is a traditional tradition yeah. down there. But in the, in the, in the locker room, I can see that. It's yeah. Just, yeah. It's, just, it's just not making sense. This, this don't feel like the Phillies to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's. I think it's a, you know, it's a classic uh, party song. Yeah. I feel I, like it, it, it fits the vibes. I love the song. Bit. Just doesn't. First of all, get low. I don't know. This, this, I know what it means. I don't know how that. Translates to the Phillies. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Might not be a baseball. Uh, although, although dancing the, on my own, we never thought. I, was, I was just going to say I mean? like, the lyrics to dancing on my own. We don't think. Is it, it really? Yeah. You just sing along. Though. Yeah, you just sing along. You, with you it. put your blinders on and just <laughs> you just go. That's a good point. Good yeah. point. Okay, right. fair. That's fair. Right, so fair I couldn't point. do all like crazy party songs. I'm trying to cater to each genre here. Oh, so oh, that's next. always a mistake. Go country? <laughs> no, no, I, I couldn't do that. No, we're not doing any country. Uh, a little classic rock here. I want to know what love is, foreigner. I want to know what love is. I'm going to tell you right now, hell no. If it makes this your song, <laughs> cancel the season. Yes. Why, exactly. why, would, it would, it would, bring why would you choose this song? song? Because I, gotta, I had to go to a classic rock song. But why did you choose go, foreigner? Because uh, there's other ones like they're too, uh, they're too like popular. Like this Don't Stop like, Believing? It's yeah, way it's too, too popular. Po- it's too much. So you, you went with this one. So you went yeah. with this. I want to yes. know what love is. Yeah. Why what is the they deal with the love, love song? Wanna... How do you go from get low? Yeah, well, yeah, okay, that well was you, one, you got women dropping song? it like it's hot. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you do realize that's what get low is, right? Yeah, whatever. Uh, this is good. <laughs> no, this is terrible. This is awful. Nah, I like it. <laughs> why do you like it? Because you know like, why he likes it. Yeah. He's in love. Yeah, yeah I, I know. That's that too straight. Too straight. I'm trying to find out what love is. That's why. You know, okay. in the future. Okay. Anyway. I would say I, first one, get low, I understand. This one, I Right, this one, I, I don't get it Big old yes. swing and a miss. Yeah. All right. Well, number three. It's uh, a pop song. I know. Pop song. Well, I, I got to get to the next song. Oh, for I, love I, I love it. I love it. I got to get to it. All right. So, uh, JoJo, this is from, like, uh, my this is from like my uh, middle school days. Okay. JoJo, a little too little, too late. Okay, I've heard this. 
It's the vibe. So here's my thing. Hold on. This is listen. I could see I could see Stubbsy and the boys yelling this one after a win. Okay, this is okay. I got to be the one who steps up and says something. Okay. This is soft as hell. I mean, this is soft as baby boo boo. Come on, man. Was dancing on my own? Not yeah, that was even too. softer. But yeah, I, I, yeah. Went, I went I went along with it because we got us to the postseason twice, and the players rallied around it. But if we're actually changing the music to where we get to, we get to choose it. You think somebody's choosing that? They might. They might have to do a, a, a more of a remix to it, where there's a little bit of a beat to it. JoJo. Yeah, but listen, Why I not. I could definitely Stubbsy in the overalls. First of all, he's out of the overalls this year. I don't want to see him in overalls this year. <laughs> I don't want to see Stubbsy in the overalls this they gotta year. they got to create a bunch of new bits. They gotta and find by the songs. way, I don't even know if he should be the party guy anymore. No, that's the only reason he's still here. <laughs> <laughs> Very important. Right, TK? We got to get him out of here, oh, man. Well, get, he get, wanted get, to kill him last year because of the, <laughs> the, the, the pool. Now, he did cost the Phillies a World Series because of the pool comments. Right. He woke a sleeping giant in the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah, I'm not feeling this one. This is a little soft, man. I, it's very soft, but I could see it. It's you got to yeah. understand baseball. Well, Jack, that's our, that's our generation. Yeah, yeah. It is our generation. Soft. I know it. Yep. Yeah. Soft. Soft. <laughs> S-O-F-T. T. Soft. I thought it was S-A-W-F-T. <laughs> S-A-W-F-T. <laughs> I don't think I've heard it spelled that way before. Yeah. I like that. that. What's next? <laughs> All right. You know, you know I had to put a little bit of... Heavy music in here. Oh, no, a no, little no, bit of metal. No. Oh, he's, I'll we're, take that. Over with that last song. We're, go, last we're going two back to the late 90s, played. early 2000s. A little oh. Limp Biscuit break oh. stuff. It's just one of those days where you don't want to wake up. Too fast. Too fast. You can't sing along to it. Imagine Good point. Stubbs. Imagine Stubbs slamming beers, right? Like he does. Oh, they get he wants to yeah. break stuff. Yeah, no, they get fired up. They definitely break some things in the clubhouse. His point is the stadium can't sing along with this. That's the that's the, the beauty of dancing. Oh on yes, my they own. can. No one sing along. Pits in the in the stands. Yeah, you saw Wood, uh, uh, Woodstock '99. <laughs> yeah, it's legendary. Burn the whole place down. They, now, if you want to be angry, yeah, sure. You can listen to rage. Yeah, this is rage music. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is uh, I don't, you. You probably don't remember this. Um, but in the Eagles Super Bowl run yeah. in 17, uh, Rolling by Limp Biscuit was like our hype song as a station. So every return was rolling, 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 rolling. And Spike hired a Limp Biscuit cover band for Wing Bowl. How about that? Yeah. Good Limp Biscuit. I wish I could see Man. I didn't know there could be such a thing as a Limp Biscuit cover band. Of course there is. Legends. <laughs> They're not legends. Yes, they are. Legends. They were, they were good for three years. Yeah. And, and, they, and they still hold up. This is a great song. <laughs> I, this is out of my depth. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. It's all right. That's, all right. Three, that's three in a row there, Francisco. That are great ones. No. No, there's four in a row great ones there. I have no right. idea what you're three, talking about. Three bad ones. Man. How, how are you closing this one out? All right, so number one, I'm, Give going, me back, something. I'm going back to classic pop. In sync. Bye, bye, bye. Oh, my God. Yes. Stubbsy. Schwarbs. Locker room can't. Uh. <laughs> oh, this is music. Well, we can all vibe. This is music. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. What a goat. I, you know what? I just looked around. Yeah. It's white as hell in here right now, man. <laughs> I, every, everywhere I turn. I got Dan back there bouncing. He's loving the oh, song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dan, Dan, Dan Buzzkill, he's over there. He's tearing up. He's loving a little NSYNC. TK is angry as hell. I know, but did he, he crack a smile at all? Nope, he hates all the music. For sure. Just TK is not a music guy. Yeah, <laughs> dude, TK probably listens to what, music with bagpipes? Like, like, he's a Swifty, but he's a fake Swifty. 
Oh, he is a Swifty? Yeah, but he's a fake no way he's a Swifty. He him, said he is a Swifty. He's too mad to be a Swifty. I, I asked him to name me 10 Taylor Swift songs. He can't get to five. Yeah, he's a fraud. <laughs> oh, he's a fraud. I would love to know TK's music there. Let me tell you, last night, uh, great job, Francisco. That was terrible again. Yep. Uh, listening, but good conversation. <laughs> listening to, was that last night? Oh, no, it was Tuesday night with TK. TK and, and Howard. No, that was TK and Al on last night. It was TK and Al on last night. TK's talking about the Valentine's Day dinner he and his wife had with the kids there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's not, you don't take the wife out to Valentine's Day and bring and infants, bring, the bring toddlers with you. Yeah. Well, listen, <laughs> we, ordered, we, we, had, we ordered sushi for our Valentine's Day dinner last night. Oh, there you go, sushi. Yeah, but didn't get, so the, the, somehow the food delivery app, it got canceled, or they, I think they took the food. Yeah. So we had to call them and reorder it. We Who didn't took eat. the food? The, the person that was delivering the, the sushi to us. They kept it for themselves? They kept it for them. We never got it. We never got it. And instead it was delivered. And then we were like, oh. <laughs> we went to our front step. It was not there. Well, you know they were, they were on strike yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, well, maybe that was the issue. Yeah, they were on. Yeah, you probably got somebody who just got joined. Scanned. Yeah, 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 we got yeah they, they were on strike yesterday. Not everybody, but most Lyft, DoorDash, and all those people were on strike yesterday. Okay. They for higher pay wages, which right. I agree with. For sure. We're, we are a show of the people for the people. Well, because also, I mean, they are taking their anger out on the uh, consumer. Right. Because they don't get a big enough tip. Right. These are wages that they want, I'm assuming, from the companies. Yeah, because this company jacks up the service fee. They jack mm-hmm. up the – I would have no problem tipping. It's just like when I – Right. Like, it's everything in between. Yeah, it's like before I even get to the tip, you didn't already charge me an extra $10, $15. Like let's say it's usually a $12 order. Mm-hmm. You know, a $12 order. That's easily going to $30. It gets to like 21 25 yeah, with, something. Without even the tip. And I would love to tip more. Yep. Uh, it's not that big. Yeah, you order a sandwich <laughs> and some fries. It's, it's the total is sixteen. Next thing you know, you've been charged twenty eight dollars. I know. You you, <laughs> you you look up. It's how the hell did that happen? Yeah. So uh, yeah. So then we had a reorder from the store. We didn't eat till like eight thirty nine yeah. last night. Very romantic. By the way, when I do DoorDash, I always go. Um, the they give you the recommended tip. I always go the next one over. Yeah, that's a that's a good. I always do. Yeah, I do that too. I always do. Yeah. I go the next one over. In case they might know who I am. Yeah. Well, especially when it doesn't come to my house. Like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Last thing I want them to do is. Well, because then they might have an awkward, like, recent interaction. Yeah, yeah, and you don't want those. <laughs> you do not want those. <laughs> this segment sponsored by Guided Door and Window. Take advantage of Guided Door and Window's big winter sale through February. Receive 40% off all windows and doors. Call one eight seven seven go guida or visit goguida.com. So you're retiring the song, officially, right? You're, you're, you're done with the dancing yes. on my own? yes. It's gonna be a tough one to replace. That's and and. But I'll tell you what, if I got to choose between the five he just played and the no, easy ones, I'm going back one. to dancing on my own. Me too. No. Well, if oh, I got to choose between to those replace, five, your best one was a little too late by JoJo. Ah, uh, yeah. I would have. <laughs> you don't even sound excited. You, you're the one that made it number three. Yeah. Okay. It was number three. I'm going bye 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 number one. That's I what know, I'm getting excited see, about because it's what number you, one. What you fail to to, to understand here. <laughs> what did I fail with here? Is that you have to also have the crowd singing along to it. That's what made dancing. That is a great. part of it. So yes. everyone knows bye bye bye. Yeah, but it's too fast. You need to have like the. But ev- you're like, talking think about, about think about uh, Bryson Stott's walk up right. Hey, yes, okay. great song. Yeah, everyone's and singing Bryce along to slow it. song. I get it. It's slow. It's slower. It okay, then we can we can mix it up. All right, listen, we'll work on it. I think a Creed song. I would like a Creed oh, song. Ooh, hell, good yeah. Creed. Oh man, I like a good Creed can song. Can you take me higher? 
I mean, now the problem is the the Rangers did that last year. It was their songs, but there's a remix to a Creed song that I think would be perfect for the locker room and the boys. I'm I'm with you on the Creed. I, I'm I'm a Creed. Fan. Dude, the morning show is giving away Creed tickets. I was like, hold on, I might need to slide in there. <laughs> Love yeah, to go like see Creed, Creed. man. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to OG Wade and Chester. What's happening, OG? What's up, fellas? How we doing today? OG, I'll let your boy. Yeah, I just want to talk a little feels right now. You know. Oh man, I can't wait to hear your takes. Yeah, but anyway, listen. <laughs> hey, listen, man. Uh, on a serious note, have the Phillies done anything to, to? I mean, to get better from last year? Because I haven't seen no no new faces. No no. Where's the hitting going to come from? Because the problem was nobody couldn't hit. So what 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 has they done to correct that? I know. Well, that's been my main my main question is like, where do they where do they get better? They're they're banking on a lot of internal improvements and and guys not missing the first month of the year for for you know injury and World Baseball Classic stuff. So they didn't do that. There's not much you needed to do. They resigned. Right. They resigned Aaron Nola. That was a must. They got uh-huh. that done. Uh, their lineup one through nine is pretty much the same. You know, we'll see how much. Rojas has improved out there in center field, but what other area would you, from a lineup standpoint, would you change? I, I wouldn't change anything else in the lineup from a personnel standpoint. I, I think I would like to see some a little bit more small ball. Like, oh, you you are a big these... bunt, bunt. Move the guy over, <laughs> hit no, behind the runner. Yeah, I mean, you know, balls being hit in the gap and little gap bloops <laughs> and everything like that. Yeah. You got to get that. All of them home runs, that stuff is like in the playoffs. When you get to the playoffs, that's the number one thing that teams do is they take away. They're not throwing you home run balls. So mm. what are you going to do when they're throwing, making those pitches? I know. You the know, the, Philly, the Phillies could not that. adjust to it last year. They started getting slider to death and were chasing everything. Oh, I, will so say, you know, I will say, I will say, I will say the Rangers led Major League Baseball in postseason in home runs. But it's, it's a fair point. You have to learn how to win multiple ways in the postseason, OG. So you don't <laughs> think that that's, going to, that's what teams are going to do again? In the playoffs, I know. Play the Phillies the same way. I know. I agree. So, they have know, to make the adjustment. And and then you got to compete with the Dodgers now because Otani being over there, it's it's going to be tough, man, to, to get somewhere in this in this in this uh this conference now. I'll tell you, you what, know what I mean? this is a good baseball breakdown, OJ. I appreciate this. <laughs> yeah, man, it's I, good. I'll do a lot of stuff. <laughs> now let me give you my uh, what is that? Uh, Celebrity uh, running. Celebrity. Yes, yes. I woke up this morning, right? And I looked in the mirror and I said, "That's a celebrity." <laughs> You're celebrity I'm now. So of our callers, I think I think OG right has celebrity status. I think Herb has celebrity status. Chuck, yeah, well Chuck he, he did have status. celebrity status. Yes, well Chuck probably got more popular than any of the guys. I know. I mean, those three. I, mean, are... I didn't hear Bryce call out OG's name. No, and you won't neither, and you won't. <laughs> I don't yeah. think we. I don't. You're right about that. Now, do you yeah, mean? I'm, I mean, I feel like you know, for every other sport, you have your principles. You know what I mean? Like in, in basketball, you have to have five guys scoring twenty or five guys in double, double digits. digits. Yes. Football, you yeah. got all your principles. Is your is your main baseball take that you got to be able to uh, win by playing small ball in the playoffs? Absolutely. All right. Yeah. <laughs> if you look at the teams that win, ain't that. Isn't that what they do? Well, not the Rangers. The Rangers, you know, hit the most home runs in baseball last year. Yeah, well, the Braves, they play small ball. No, they they had three sacrifice bunts last year. I'm talking about bunts and everything. You're the one for the problem small ball. 
Hidden balls and gap. Yeah, gap, <laughs> gap, baby. Yeah. Yeah, bloopers and every over. Oh over, man. You know, yeah, that's what I'm talking no about. No bad hops in the sky. Yep. You know what I mean? So you, you guys don't know baseball. You I know. know. You know it's a home run. You know what I mean? It's, 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 baseball is more than just a home run. Remember that. Exactly right, OG. <laughs> Appreciate the call. That's a baseball man, right? There. That's a baseball man. Yeah, gap to gap, less home runs. Uh yes. The public is reacting to your top five as we expected them to. Yeah, that's what it's supposed to do. Yeah, very positive. Yes. Someone's good. Yes. Making headlines. I mean, you are making headlines. Well, well, the best part is that people can give their songs. You know, there's so many songs. Yeah, I know. You know? Well, there are. Come on, bro. That was a bad list. I was great. I thought it was great. Well, are those debatable. your Hold on. Are those your personal songs, or did you think they were great for everyone else? You think everybody else would like these That was songs? my top five songs. I would make sure replaced it on my own. Okay. Well, listen. It's all about conviction. I appreciate that. On the other side, a song that I think might be able to replace Dancing on My Own. Okay. Got a little, uh, you, got a little... own, you got your own song you want to add in there. Curious at what your thoughts on it. Okay. We'll get to that coming up next. Uh, we'll get to the text line. We'll run through your phone calls. $50 Hooters gift card on the line. Give us your best celebrity run-in and no OG Wade looking in the mirror and seeing OG Wade <laughs> does not count. We'll get to all of that coming up next on the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. So everyone heard that I recently bought a certified pre-owned Honda Accord from Scott Honda in Westchester, which is practically in my backyard. I actually got my first car in high school from Scott Honda. Scott Honda has been serving the area for generations, including my family. Well, now they've brought me into their family. So if you're in the market for a new or certified pre-owned Honda, then go where they make it easy to buy your next car. Scott Honda of Westchester, and now Scott Honda of Vineland, New Jersey. Visit scotthonda.com and tell them Fritz sent you. Garbage. Come on. Garbage. A little Creed remix. Oh, the, the ballpark bopping, Stubbsy and the overalls, beer on his head. I think Jack may have found yeah. something. Be awesome. It'd be awesome. Who is this? Too much like it's Dancing a, on My Own. It's a, it's it well, does remind me of Dancing on My Own. It does. But Too much. But it's Creed. Right. Which makes it which makes it that much yeah. better. To be fair, I've never listened to Creed. Oh, uh, you, you should go through a little Creed phase. Yeah. They have like They're three like good rock, songs. Right? Yeah. That wasn't bad. Yeah. That was better than any of the ones you brought out, Francis. Oh, it was not. Dude, that I was too was. that was too much like dancing on my own. It was a lot like dancing on my own. I think that's what got me. Yeah. Well, it was like dancing on my own. Because it was similar to because that. Because you, yeah. you could see the whole ballpark. Yes, I could see everybody singing at Yes. So you want similar vibes to 2022 and 2023 when we lost. <laughs> What's well, the price? Right. right. And, and, and more evidence as to why Dancing on My Own probably needs to go away. And this is something that I know is going to pain a lot of, of, of Phillies fans. But, like, Schwarber stole that song from the Red Sox. So he did that. Uh, he had that up in the ALCS the year before he got here. Mm. So he took Dancing on My Own from up there, just like Ben Franklin, a, no- a noted Bostonian, and brought it down to Philadelphia. And it's been three straight years of the main song for certain playoff teams that have mm. all come up small. That's okay. the, that's the hard part about bringing back Dance on My Own. Because it wasn't really ours in the first place. Well, it wasn't ours, and it's lost three straight years. Right. You have to factor in the Red Sox here. Uh, okay. <laughs> on top of everything. <laughs> it's a good argument against it, yeah. 215-592-9494. <laughs> the Twitter question brought to you by Mark's Jewelers. 
Looking for wedding bands or bridal party gifts? Shop Marks Jewelers. Extensive collection for the perfect gift online. Marks-Jewelers.com. Let's go back to the phones. Teeks and Gradyville. What's happening, Teeks? Teeks! I haven't talked to you guys in a while, but good. I've been enjoying your show immensely. And Jack, congratulations. You deserve to be where you're at. I Thank think you. You're, you're great. Mm, um, eh. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's, it's just been fun to listen to all of this. I mean, I, I've been a fan for a couple of years, and you guys are great. But anyway. Thank you, Teeks. I, I had a thought about Kelsey. Why not sign him to a half-season deal? In other words, let him play the second half of the season. Let him coach his up-and-coming protégés in the first half of the season and step in when needed. <laughs> like the old Roger Clemens treatment when Roger Clemens would get half the season? I'm not smart enough to answer that, but yes, I'm going to say yes because you, you posed it that way. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's real. I think we've kicked it around more as a, a joke. Um, but, I mean, it, if he wants to play only a half a year, the only problem is, like, Cam Jurgens gets used to playing at center and then all of a sudden it's like, eh, get out of there, Cam. Jason Kelsey's <laughs> back. It's it's kind of a hard thing to execute. No, I, I agree with that. But, I mean, but Kelsey, he might be enough of a philosopher, player, old school guy that he might say, this guy's better than I am right now. Let him play, which would be a bonus to the team. All right. I got you, Tix. What's your uh, celebrity running? Well, this took place at Granite Run Mall, which I think you must be familiar with. Yes. Because you... This is in the 90s. I worked at a little place called the Jewelry Repair Center, and we were cut across from – what the hell is that? I can't remember. But um, Spencer's Gift. And this is the doldrums of summer. It's like August – I want to call it my mother's birthday, August 11th. And I'm just staring in the space. I'm staring in the space, dead end of fencers. And I sort of see away, but I don't even think anything about it. And the next thing I know, somebody's at my counter. Okay. And they're like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I looked up. It was Dr. J. Oh. oh. What was he? He was there to get his jewelry repaired? No, no, he just. He, I was staring at him while he was waiting in a little line at Spencer's to buy a gift. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I looked up and it was Dr. J. I'm like, Dr. J. He's like, are you all right? I'm like, I'm <laughs> fine. This is August. It's so fucking boring. Excuse me. Oh, Lord. It's terribly boring in here. Yeah. Um, sorry about that. I apologize. <laughs> it's sorry. It's all good. So anyways, guys, good to talk to you. Good to talk to you, too, to say. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it, Teeks. Yeah. Dr. J. My only, uh... <laughs> My only celebrity running with any sixer in the '80s was with uh, Maurice Cheeks. Mo Cheeks. Yeah, I was uh, I was driving. I used to live in Ardmore, mm-hmm. and for some reason he was like walking down the street, and this is right after he got into the Hall of Fame. Okay. And I rolled my window down, and I oh, said, "God, what?" I said, "Congrats on getting into the Hall." Thank God, that's all you said. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. No, and you may have yelled something else out the uh, window. The McConnell of the TJ 80s. TJ McConnell was better than you, yeah. uh, Mo. <laughs> the, the, the McConnell of the 80s. What's going on, Mo? <laughs> Mo Cheeks. That's a better encounter than the one I had with uh, Oscar Robinson. Yeah, how'd that go? <laughs> when he told me he wasn't Oscar Robinson. Dude, that's like when we ran into Paul O'Neill. Right. <laughs> that was even worse because it was definitely Paul O'Neill. <laughs> it definitely was Paul O'Neill. So I, we were in Clearwater. I forget, what, what was the play? The, 
what's the place uh, called? The Sand Pearl. The Sand Pearl. Yeah. Um, and Paul O'Neill like starts walking by, and like and I are like, oh, hey, it's Paul O'Neill. He's like, no, it's not. He's like, Definitely is. Like you're 100 percent Paul O'Neill. And he just kept walking. Like, no, it's not. Dynamic interaction. That was the same night we saw Boone. Yep. Yeah, that's a great night. Oh, yeah. He he welcomed us in. Yeah. Big Eagles fan. Yeah. He's like, I who are the Eagles drafting this year? He's like, Aaron Boone. Oh, it was his birthday too. It wasn't was it? his birthday. He was, he was having he a good was time. He was having a good time. That's that why I got a photo with Marks. <laughs> got the photo with Marks. <laughs> this bleeping guy. Yeah, who's this bleeping guy? <laughs> man, clear water. Oh man. Less than a month from now. Less than a month. I from will now. say that's that's two days of fun that we go down there and, I know. and, and, and hang out with them. Man. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah. And they're always happy to see us come down. No, well, because you know they, they know everyone who's yes, we're new. Yes, and and they're like, oh, we got some we got some folks from up north down here. I know because they they probably have been down there a few weeks already for sure. I mean, they're down there now. Yeah, you know we, that's we, what I'm saying. So when, when you think they and the older guys like the the legends or what have you, they've been there since fantasy camp. Oh yeah, so they've been down there probably a month. My biggest question is whether or not Scott Francis is going to duck us this time. I mean, it's two straight years. It's like, oh, no, that's the weekend. I'm going home. You know what I mean? Yeah. He does not like to hit the tomfoolery yeah, that comes like, with us. It's like L.A. We, we, we <laughs> talked to him. Yeah. Franz, in a couple of years ago, jumped in the trunk of the, the rental car. Man. You know, and, and Franz is like, ah, you know, like. It's usually, it's usually a uh, team function or like a um, sponsor. Yep. Corporate sponsor function yep. going on. We went to that last year. That we crash. <laughs> exactly. That was a good time last <laughs> it year. Was, it was, man. a good time last it's good year. good eats. Yeah. And it'd be a little different this and, year. And L.A. was telling his stories from his knees on with his shoes on his knees. Yeah, that he lost his legs. <laughs> they all stink, and we just got to live with it. Yeah, he's wild, That's man. good, man. Crocker. Crocker, is, he's a good one. Sarge was there last year. I always feel like baseball players have the best. Stories, good storytelling. They do, man. Well, because there's nothing else to do in the dugout. Yeah, when the game's going on, so like you can't have your phone. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're just- they get more road trips. Yep. So they get more stuff that happens to them, especially guys in the bullpen. Yeah, you know, you're kind of just sitting out the bullpen. You got to, you got to find something to do. <laughs> I mean, there's a, sure, there's a game going on. Yeah, baseball players have the best stories. 162 of them. Holy cow! Uh, let's go to Justin in Tennessee. What's happening, Justin? What's happening, fellas? How y'all doing, man? What's up, Justin? Oh, man, been working, listening on and off, trying not to get in trouble still. Yep, they're still trying to crack down on me with my little earpiece, but I ain't worried Well, don't they it. understand? Do you ever tell them, like, do you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> well, I told them when I got back. I said, I've always aggravated you and told you I was really famous, <laughs> but I had no idea how famous I really was up yonder, boys. Right. But, uh, yeah, this uh, this thing with the Philly song, man, y'all – Y'all got it all wrong. I've got two in their country songs, yep. and one the Phils actually used last year. Dixieland Delight was one. Jack came around. He loved it. You throw a little slur like a like dragging on the Mets and the Braves and whomever you play next. Oh, you know, it's the it's best. Like down here. It's, it's awesome. Or y'all got to do it better than Travis Kelsey. That boy, he was so drunk yesterday. He just <laughs> fell out of a uh, Friends in low places? Water. Yeah, that was brutal, <laughs> yeah, man. Friends in low places. That's a good one. It's a good That's one. A good, that was that my go-to karaoke good. song back at Bloomsburg. You ain't lying, buddy. I'm here to tell you right now, that'd be a good one for well, like, when you beat the Braves or somebody like that. Well, we actually have we have some Dixieland Delight for you here, Justin. Don't get too excited. Here's oh. Dixieland Delight. 
Oh, you can't beat that with a rubber hammer, boys. I'm telling you right now. Is uh, Dave Schultz signing your hammer this time? Here it comes. Here comes a good part, Justin. You want me to sign it? my dollar. Oh, man. Park in the holler needs a mason. Moonlight. Oh, beautiful. Oh, Stumpsy, Stumpsy. All night long. Man. This could be it. This could be the winner, Justin. I'm with you. I'm with you. Garbage. <laughs> anyway, I've got a celebrity encounter. I've told Owen I'm trying to win him this Hooters $50 gift card. Okay. I've got I've got two stories. I think I'm going to go with one because I'm, one I think Jack would really like, and the other I think I would really like or know because I don't know if Jack would know this one, but there's a movie called Here Comes the Boom. Starring Kevin James, you know, the King of Queens guy, where he plays a teacher who starts ultimate fighting to save another teacher's job. Well, that other teacher is Henry Winkler, Arthur Fonzarelli, Ike. Yep. So <laughs> yes, sir. We're, we're out in Knoxville one night, uh, downtown, and we're, we're out eating, and we're at a restaurant, and I look, and I told my wife, I said, that's, that's Henry Winkler over there. She said, who? I said, it's Fonzie sitting right over there. She's like, no joke. So we're sitting there eating. No big, I ain't bothering him. And he gets up to leave, and we, I didn't bother him. We leave, and we're walking around downtown, and he's just out walking around with this other guy. And I walked up to him. I said, Mr. Winkler, I said, uh, big fan, nice to meet you. And he's like, thank you. Thank you. He's very gracious. Well, my son, Owen, the only thing he knew him from was Here Comes the Boom. Owen loved this movie. We took him to the theaters to see it, and the big thing at the end, like when they start to fight, Owen literally stands up in the middle of the theater, Full of people and hollers, here comes the boom. It was great. <laughs> and he tells him, he says, I loved you, and here comes the boom. Man, Henry Winkler got down on one knee, talked to Owen for like five minutes, told him how wonderful time it was. And I think Owen had seen the water boys by that time, but he still liked here comes the boom better. And I told him, I said, well, he's Coach Klein in the water boy. And Owen was like, holy crap, you know, you're great. He didn't know he was Fonzie. He knew him as Coach Klein and the teacher from Here Comes the Boom. But yeah. Henry Winkler is by far the nicest person in the world that could be a celebrity. I have no doubt in my mind. That guy was awesome. But that's my story. Anyway, story. I'm going to get out there and let you boys go. I love you. I mean Love you, Justin. There he goes, Justin there, there, The Fonz. Yeah, so I – How cool the Fonz used to be. It probably took me until maybe three years ago mm-hmm. to realize that he was the Fonz. Oh yeah, yeah. I always I didn't know who it was, but I knew he was the guy, the 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 coach in Waterboy. From Waterboy, yeah. And he's also really good at Coach Park, Klein in Parks and Rec. But I know you don't watch. I've never seen it. <laughs> I yeah. know you don't watch yeah. Parks and Rec. <laughs> but yeah, I did not know that Henry Winkler was the Fonz until mm-hmm. a couple years ago. So that was embarrassing. Yeah, man. <laughs> Sneaking uh, Robert and Rosemont. What's happening, Robert? Hey, thanks. Uh, finally, um, Ike, I wanted to ask you a question about Hassan Reddick. And uh, I was an NFL agent for ten years. So I know that in the negotiation process, a lot can go on with how a player played. Um, Mm -hmm. If Hassan is not – if everybody in the league is throwing the ball under two and a half seconds and Hassan is just not getting home, in your opinion, did it make sense to drop him into the flat so there's eight guys in coverage? Of course not. Okay, I agree. Um, So do you think it was just negotiation? They're going to run down his numbers, so he can't really make a big demand of that. Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, I know what you're kind of sort of hinting at. That can happen somewhat on offense. Usually on defense, if they want to try to keep your numbers down, they'll keep your snap count down so he may not get as many opportunities out there. I'd be surprised if 
that went into the thought process when they were trying to come up with a defensive game plan and how to use Hassan Reddick. I just think it was just a bad strategy. It's one, it's one thing to maybe drop him in coverage once a game or something like that, but his, his, his strength is going forward um, and getting after the quarterback. Whatever disguise or complicated defense you're trying to put out there by having him drop in coverage, it's not worth it. It's just not worth it. You're almost wasting a player there. So I, I put it this way, Robert, without having any firsthand knowledge, I would hope that wasn't what they were trying to do there. Right. And I and I mean I agree completely. Um I just I just think the sack numbers are down all over the league because the balls were coming out so fast. And certainly in the first half of the season against us, since we had seventy sacks last year, certainly teams were game planning to get the ball out. So that all made sense, and and sadly, a, a stand-up guy like Reddick is is he's going to lose out in this circumstance. They may not think he covers the the run as well as Joey Bosa and guys like that, so mm-hmm. they they decide not to pay him. But I think just philosophically, I just don't think they have the money for an edge rusher, um, and and that that's just going to be you know that's a struggle. Yeah, but yeah, on the on, on the other hand, um, um, I, I was wondering if you if you think this year's draft, if if they don't draft well, and just traditionally these he hasn't drafted well, um, where do you want the top you know first day draft? Where do you want those players picked at? Who do you want just position wise on this defense? Because I don't think the offense you know has the money even to think about adding people on the offensive side of the ball. What do you think they're going to do and what would you do? Yeah. Edge rusher. Edge rusher. Or uh, or trade to pick for Patrick Sartan. For Patrick Sartan. <laughs> um, edge rusher. They're not going to use a linebacker. We no. know that. Corner. I don't even know if they would do that. Well, I saw the, the, the mock draft from someone on NFL Network was Kool-Aid McKinstry. Oh, man, just the name alone, we should draft him. All-time name. <laughs> you get Kool-Aid in the first round and then Jeremiah Trotter's Jr. in the second round. That sounds like a win. What's the chances that you've drank Kool-Aid? Oh, I've drank Kool-Aid. Yeah? Yeah, I was a process supporter. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. I was more of a Capri Sun guy. No, I, I think I only drank the Kool-Aids out of the uh, – these have them at Wawa. I, I never did the sip thing. I never yeah. did the, the – yeah, so, yes, I, I mean actually making Kool-Aid no, no. with the two Kool-Aid packs. Everybody knows, you know, you gotta, you, you just can't use one pack of Kool-Aid flavor. It has to be two, so you get the real flavor there. And then you got to pour the sugar in the top, and then, you you know, you take your big soup spoon. Sounds like you, too much work for a medium. you make your drink. Kool-Aid that way. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I knew you too. That's bad. I've had Kool-Aid. Well, I mean, well, when I was a kid, they didn't sell it. In bottles at the oh, store, yeah, no. See, Wawa, you always had to make your Kool Aid at home. I was remember the Wawa they used to have the the plastic, the plastic bottle. ones. Yes, I know exactly the ones. They were the best about. as a kid, dude. They were cool. Yeah, to whip off. And and you'd be shocked if I told you that in in families that make Kool Aid a lot actually make it sweeter than the ones they make in the store. They sell in the store, nice. so I'm it sure. tastes better. I'm Homemade sure. Kool Aid tastes better. And Kool Aid. Then you got to mix the flavors. You know, you could go. Cherry, lemonade, tropical punch, lemonade, yeah. you know, lemon lime, lemonade. You're reminiscent. You know, you get the there. grape and the lemonade. Yeah, man. Is Kool-Aid still, uh, still around, still a thing? 
Uh, for some people. Yeah. I, I, yeah, not, not last in my time house. Yes, yeah, last not time in my house. Yes. I have not made Kool-Aid or drank Kool-Aid in a very long time. Yeah, it sounds like a jungle juice recipe. Yeah, it's, it's basically what it is. It's just sugar, sugar water, sugar-flavored water. Yes. Yeah. No, Kool-Aid, yes. Kool-Aid was good. Back no, man, Kool-Aid was great, man. Let's get to the text line brought to you by Mount Holly Nissan. New 2024 Nissans are arriving daily at Mount Holly Nissan. Minutes from everywhere, just over the bridge, online, mounthollynissan.com. Text line. You know what I learned this week? Jack only knows things related to baseball. Nick in Delaware. Fair. <laughs> Fair. Some people say today, maybe I don't even know baseball. But, you know, <laughs> we just keep on trucking along. Keep on trucking along. But, uh, yeah. don't. There's not much going on in this brain besides baseball. Don't sell yourself short. Thanks, buddy. What's next? Fritz and Jay from West Philly are must-listen radio. The best part is that Jay owns them every time. Trey in Lansdale. No, he does not. He's not. The problem with Jay in West Philly is he makes insane points and then just <laughs> will not back off of it. Yeah. So I, I like the fact that this is, see, I know Jay. Jay used to troll me like that. Oh, my long, God. Well, I was Ron Dixon to him for a long time. So and Ron Dixon, we obviously gave up a kickoff return years ago that still haunts me. And Jay doesn't doesn't mind reminding me of that. But he seems to have honed in on you. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> and Jillio. No, I mean, oh, and Jillio yeah, too? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I haven't heard him with Jillio. Very annoying. Okay. <laughs> Very annoying. Very annoying. What's that? Cookies top fives are becoming more legendary by the day. Justin in Philly. They are. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of buzz created by Cookie Rojas' top fives. So yeah. People speak. Yeah, some people say a lot of outrage created by those. Perfectly fine. I'd rather, I'd rather have that. <laughs> who, is the city, who is the city more in on? Johan Rojas or Francisco Rojas? That's a compelling take. That's a, good, that's a, good, that's a good question. I would say Johan Rojas right now. <laughs> I would say so, too. I would say so. I wouldn't say so. I would, uh, what, what was uh, your mom's reaction to today's top five? To today's? Yeah. I don't think she listened to it. She's still at work. Okay. So oh, okay. She'll get she'll you check it out later. Yeah, Watch she wasn't ass. a fan of uh, Tuesdays. Really? Yeah. Why? Well, she was very upset at me. <laughs> Disappointing moms. <man>. Yep. <laughs> What's next? You guys are dirty and inappropriate. Rob in Clearwater. <laughs> Swallow it, you know, and eat it. Listen, Rob. <laughs> there you are. Somebody need to tell Topper before he rolled that out there, man. Like, you're going to be on the drop board here, Rob. <laughs> yes. And that's our first Rob. That is our first Rob uh, Thompson uh, drop. Yeah. Welcome to the drop board, buddy. That's going to be. <laughs> that's going to be there for a while. That's going to be well in use, pal. Maxie <laughs> still can't get over draft night. You know, I don't care he's an all-star. He's never getting off that drop board. What's next? If the Phillies suck this year without swallowing the season, pause, we're going to be even more bloodthirsty. Also, Ike Reese once big-timed me at Chickie's. Good times. Tom from Abington. <laughs> Still has not let that go. No, he hasn't. No. And I don't know if he ever will. I don't know if he ever will. A lot of Ike Reese interactions, you know? A lot of Ike Reese interactions, man. Man about town. Well, some say. <laughs> Mostly positive. Mostly positive. Mostly yes, well, all of them positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What am I going to do today that I get the negative call? <laughs> I don't know. You'd be all right. I don't have too many out there negative. No, no, no. No, I don't have many out there. Like nine out of ten, I feel like. Are... Well, yeah, because well, I'm all I'm honestly conscious you should, of yeah, it. Yeah, you have to be. <laughs> yes, They're I'm the ones that to call in and, you know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I try to make everyone. Uh, now, I get way less than you, but, like, I try to make sure it's good. Yep. So I'm getting a reputation. Ah, oh, he's a bad guy. Yep. You know what I mean? It's like it's like the tips. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You always have to tip higher as a celebrity like me. <laughs> Corey's in Delco. What's happening, Corey? Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, Corey? First time caller here. Um, just want to talk a little bit about the fills. Um, I do have to say that if Dancing on My Own or any of those top five songs um, are our song this year, the season is over before it's started. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I will have to say that. Um, but no, I'm uh, I'm uh, super excited about the Phillies this year. I have, I have uh, high expectations for them. Um, also, think we get it done this year. I will have so. to say that um, I think the Phillies have a better chance than the Sixers this year. Um, without Embiid, we're not going to do nothing, man. Well, what if Embiid's back? Uh, I mean, coming off that injury, I don't know, man. Yeah, the biggest question for him is going to be conditioning. Like, the kind of nice part about Embiid this time is that, like, it's not like he's heading into the playoffs with a tear or he's heading into the playoffs with an injury. At least he would be, I guess, healthy. Mm-hmm. He just has to get back into – Stay he, healthy, but is he really healthy, you know? I know. Yeah, no, it's fair. It's fair. What's your uh, celebrity running, Corey? So, um, we were down at the uh, Eagles tailgate, um, season ticket holder. Uh, in P-Lot, and um, Middleton's walking down the street. So we uh, call him over. We're just uh, shooting it with him. We're just asking about Bryce. This was uh, the 2022 season. This is when Bryce was getting off of surgery. Oh, okay. Um, so we were just talking about Bryce and all, and all that. Um, and then uh, I, I uh, asked about Painter, seeing if he would uh, seeing if he would be in the pitching rotation and all that. And uh, Middleton said that he has high hopes that he would. Um and we made a $100 bet that he would be in the rotation. Um, shook hands on it, um, and I just never seen my $100. Nah, you never, might never see it, Corey. <laughs> yeah, Milton seems like a great dude. Corey, I appreciate the call. He's always walking around the uh, walking around the Phil's games. In the, he met with a memory, met with the listeners. You know, mm-hmm. Tom Ravington still thinks he's the reason he got Joe Girardi fired. <laughs> but, yes, Middleton is a, a man about town. All right, Ike, uh, best answer today. What do you think? We got a lot of good ones. We today. got two of you, which is a big one. Yeah. Uh, Mark Wahlberg, Joe yeah. Frazier from Tom from Abington. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fonzie with Justin in Tennessee. That's a good one. Yeah. OG Wade seeing OG Wade. Mm-hmm. JB in Chestnut Hill. Bruce Willis. That's a good one. Drew, Drew in Westchester. J-Lo and A-Rod. Don't know if I believe that one. Yeah, that was big. The, the uh, tall order. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I would have heard it before. I thought that you were like, you saw J-Lo and A-Rod. They were walking through your yes. house. Yes. Forget about anything else you ever call here to talk about. You should have talked about J-Lo and A-Rod coming First in. call. First call. <laughs> yes. I've seen it in person. You know what I mean? Like, seen what? You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Maybe he wanted to be humble. Maybe he didn't mention it. Yeah, because of that. I like that. I've seen it in person. I've seen it in person. Yeah. Wayne Brady. Okay. You're not going, <laughs> with, Wayne not going with Wayne Brady. Um, you know what? Uh, who you like? Who you like? Uh, the Fonzie story is pretty good. Fonzie, okay. J- JB and Chestnut Hill with Bruce Willis. Okay. I was gonna say uh, I was I was gonna say uh, Wahlberg, but oh, uh, Wahlberg's pretty good. I know, but we can go with Fonzie. All right, we'll go with Fonzie. Justin yeah. in Tennessee gets gets. Well, the- no, he's in Tennessee. I know. We can we can we can mail it to him. Oh, yeah. something that can be mailed to we him. We mail we mail these. Oh, okay. It used to be a day where you had to come pick it up at the station. Remember those days? Awful. <laughs> awful, awful, awful. I think that's over. Justin Tennessee wins today. We'll be back with some more morning show side topics, I'm sure, tomorrow. But either way, TK, he's coming up next here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. He'll take you through the rest of the night. We'll Are be you back. riding with the king tonight? Of course he is. He's oh, he's funny. on a phone? Yes. Oh, the king. Third time he's on the station today, by the way. Morning show, <laughs> midday show, and now he's got to join us tonight after, again, 
not be a good team player down at uh, Eagles <laughs> Philly, Philly Spring Training. A lot of Howard Eskin on the station today, which is not a bad thing. He's coming up next along with TK uh, on Sports Radio 94 WIP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.